The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. We have managed to screw this up. Oh my gosh, have we screwed this up? But finally, another little shimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. The solution is out there, and people are finding a way around it. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson along with Chris Cruz. Welcome to the program. If you're new to the program, please follow us on Twitter at RealChrisCruz at Doc Thompson Show. A little glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, the long, dark, anti-free market socialist tunnel. Oh, I'm so ready for this. I don't know. I don't know what healthcare was like when you were growing up in Puerto Rico, I don't know what, which doctor you went to and they were, you know, grinding up banana leaves and plantain stumps into some sort of paste and you ate it or something like that. We call them the chupacabra. Is that what it is? We call them the chupacabra. Okay, good. See, when I grew up, granted, it was a long time ago, but we're not, we're not talking like horse and buggy. Okay. Here was the system, Chris. Let's say you got sick. Okay. You went down to your family doctor. Yes. And uh, he checked you out and he told you what was wrong with you. And uh, and he said, that'll be money. And you, you paid him the money. That's it? Yeah, there was no billing. Some some doctors would bill you later or something like yeah. that. And some people. Invoice? Right. But you just paid him and you knew what it was. It was 50 bucks for an office visit or $12 or, you know, $4 and a crack rock. Whatever they charged. You know, it's what it was. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you'd pay them in drugs, too. Oh, it was okay. very different. Okay, then. I was going to say, because my doctor's taking crack rocks, please. Right, yeah. Show me what that doctor is. Yeah, he was just kind of a middleman. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Then he'd give you a prescription, and you'd go down to the pharmacy, and they'd fill it. And it was the same scenario. It cost you X number of dollars. Now, some people, usually some of the fancy people, some of the rich people, certain jobs or whatever, the upscale, the elite, the white-collar people, some of them had <laughs> insurance. Ooh. Insurance, right. And I remember... My parents worked pretty good jobs, and they ended up with insurance. You know where they worked? No, no. I, they worked I, at factories. They did their no. factory workers. My mom, Both of them? Yeah, yeah. My mom became management, though. Oh, so she had good insurance. So she got the good insurance, right? Oh. And uh, so they had insurance. And I remember trying to figure out how this worked when I was a kid. And it was, think of uh, car insurance. If you get into an accident and you can't afford to pay, they pay. That's Makes what sense. it was. That's, that's basically how my mom explained it to me. She was a little more sophisticated than that, but it was, it was like that. So I'm like, you don't have to pay them? No, no. We pay a little bit every month. And if something goes wrong, like really bad, they take care of those extra expense, expenses. And I said, well, what if you don't have insurance? She said, you have to pay all of those. And I said, well, that's great. I said, well, what happens if you don't use it? What happens if you don't get sick? She goes, well, it's the money. Do you get it back, mommy? And a young Doc Thompson. Ah, uh, so naive. Young, naive Doc Thompson. I said, sounds like y'all a couple of bookies. 
<laughs> I said it was it was a very Eddie moment trading places esque moment it. where I was like, well, that sounds like gambling. And that's where my dad was like, I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, Basil Thompson, he loved that. So he's like, yeah, that's what it is. he said. You're gambling that you are going to get sick and they're gambling you're not. Then he said, and they, of course, everybody adjusts for whatever. But it was still based. The gamble is still based on getting really sick. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't how much you're going to use them or how many times you're going to pop in the office. Back then, people didn't go to the doctor all the time. You didn't do this. You ha- it was more serious stuff. And I said, okay. And I remember working in the early days of radio because I worked for a lot of private owners and they didn't give us insurance. That was not an option. And then I started working for some companies, moved up the chain a little bit, and I got insurance. And at the end of each year, and you'd have to reelect these things, and I remember reading through these booklets and trying to figure it out, and Chris, I was lost. It was like you going from the chubacabra mixing, you know, weird kind of the elixirs paste. in the jungle, right, yeah. to the mainland where you're like pharmacies, right? It was almost like that. I'm looking through these books and pamphlets and things that they give you as part of our insurance, and I'm lost mm-hmm. because I'm still thinking the old days. It's only for disaster. What Last is this? Last resort. Last resort. Right. If it's going to cost you four million bucks because you got something, they take care of it. Or if it's a hospital stay. And then I'm like, well, we pay 72% of hospital stays. 72%? What about the what if I'm What if I'm in there for four years? Now that's on you. What? Wait a minute. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, but we pay, you know, 90% of, hospi- or of uh, office visits. How much is the office visit? Well, there's, you know, there's the copay, you'll pay 10 bucks or whatever, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather you have the cover the other end, right? Yes. And it, none of it made sense. I missed in there the transition of insurance. I missed it. Okay. Because I remember as a kid that more the disaster coverage or whatever and didn't have it for a number of years as a young adult and then boom, have insurance and I'm lost. And then I start figuring it out. It's no longer insurance about disaster coverage. It's a maintenance plan. Yes, it is. Well, I don't need to be part of any little group that's a maintenance plan like that. Why do I need this club? What does that do? Do you remember the Columbia Records and Tapes Club? Do you remember those? Yes. Oh, I... For one penny, you'll get these 14 <laughs> CDs, or back in the day, it was it was records or yes. whatever, tapes, and 14, and then we'll send you another three for only re- at regular club prices, yes. wonk, wonk, whatever that is. Yeah, go ahead and don't send one of those forms back in. And you get a box full of CDs worth $40,000. By the way, in Puerto Rico, they did that. Um, I'm known by different aliases by Columbia House. Okay. (laughs) Columbia House knows me by very, oh, little dog, I mean, little Chris Cruz scamming the crap out of. Got to make sure to send those forms back. Okay. Okay. Because when I didn't send it back and I ended up with the Pointer (laughs) Sisters greatest hits. Damn it. <laughs> it was funny because they paid turn, $18 for that. They turned to the DVD club. Remember that one? The one that's from right. Columbia House CD to DVD club. Oh, that's when Chris Cruz was the blockbusters of my town. You got it? I was it. That's it. I was banking left and right. Well, that's really what they're saying here with some of this yep. stuff, right? And it, they're making their money. Look at the hospitals. Look at the insurance companies. Are they poor? And they're not getting it in volume. 
they're just getting a lot of money yep. and the double billing and the triple billing and so uh baby wyeth was born now almost seven months ago okay there'll be seven months in a few days i'm still getting bills wow from doctors i didn't even know <laughs> hey, and so some of them guy. So one of them was like, we had paid like 1500 up front and then another couple of grand and a couple of hundred here, here, whatever. And then I get one for like $3,200. And I was Hello. like, son of a biscuit eater. This is like two months after he was born. And I told my wife, I go, wait, 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 you told me. What? I go, I'm not paying this yet. I sit on it a couple of months. It goes down to 800 And then I don't hear from him again. Is it a scam? Are they hoping I pay it in double pay and they won't correct me? I don't know. But the fact that I don't know is bullcrap. It is a scam. It is not free market. It's just the lack of transparency. And don't give me the, well, we sent you that form and you filled it out that you wanted to be a part of the insurance through your company and there were 700 pages with a bunch of small print and then you signed the online thing and that was really small as well. Nobody's reading that crap. And even if they did, it's not transparent. It's in legalese. What's the price of the office visit? How much are they billing insurance? This is what I want to know. Not the copay. What's the price of the office visit? Put it on the sign out front. Even friggin' fast food restaurants put the menu on a sign. Thank you. But they want it this way. If they didn't want it this way, the insurance company, big farm, big hospital, big doctors, they would change it. Meaning this is what they want. And why would they want something this confusing? Because it benefits them somehow. This is the system we have. This is the system we've allowed them to create. And what did we end up with? Obamacare. Great. We kind of got rid of it. Now what do we have? Same crap. There's no other way forward? Oh, but there is. And through that long, dark Socialist tunnel of despair in healthcare. A little flicker of light at the end. There is a small but significantly growing movement of doctors that are opting out of health insurance. What? In favor of what I like to call the free market. Now, listen to what they're doing. They're saying, we don't take health insurance. And you can come in and just pay whatever the monthly fee is. But if you're willing to join our little group, we will charge you a monthly fee. We charge you a monthly fee. And then you get certain things, certain coverages underneath that. So you may get, you know, two office visits a month for that fee or three or seven or whatever it is. Right now, many of them, uh, instead of accepting insurance, offer a monthly membership fee of between $50 and $150 a month. Wow. Have you seen what you pay? No, I haven't. I mean, at your insurance a month? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I have that. Yeah. Now, if you're a single, then you got a good company or whatever. It may not be huge. It might no. be, let's say you get paid twice a month. It might be $58 a paycheck. I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay, something like that. Some are a little bit lower. For a while, for a long time, Glenn had, if you were single, it was pretty much free. Oh, wow. You know, it was, cool. or it was like five bucks. It was really, most people do not do that. If you have a spouse, 
that, let's say, 58 bucks a month and you want a husband and wife, that's going to go up to several hundred dollars a paycheck. And if you get a family plan, you're talking in some cases six, seven hundred dollars a paycheck. This is 50 to 100 dollars, 150 dollars a month. So even as a single, let's say your plan right now deducts 50, 60, 70 dollars a paycheck. So that's 40, 50, 60 dollars a month. The high end of this is 150. You're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's comparable. Now, yeah. you're not going to get some of the hospital coverage and stuff like that or stays. But this is a heck of a start. It's a heck of a plan. It is. You, they Now, they're, what works for them, the doctors, they don't have to have people build the insurance company. So the little girl dressed in white that's sitting amongst all those files, okay. mailing stuff out, doing mm-hmm. whatever. And why is she dressed in white? Yes, she works in a doctor's office. She's in the office part. She's not seeing patients. You don't have to have the gown on. No, you don't. How bougie, right? Yes, that's bougie, yes. That's just so when she pops down to Wendy's at lunchtime, people go, oh, you work in a doctor's doctor's office. office. Your hospital, is that what you do or whatever? Please, very bougie. But they don't have to have them there billing people. You save that. You don't have any of that paperwork. You don't have any of that nonsense. $150 a month, boom. $100 a month, whatever it is. So it benefits them as well. Now, if we can get more insurance companies to more clearly offer exclusively disaster coverage, we've got this thing. The problem is there are so many loopholes and regulations and red tape and differences state to state and country to country and all this stuff when it comes to healthcare. It's very difficult to set up. If I could get disaster coverage for a reasonable price, I would have it as a supplement to my current insurance. You know, the if you get some horrible disease or somebody in your family that ends up what would end up being in the millions of dollars, we cover it all. No questions asked, we cover it. And it was like, I don't know, 50 bucks a month. Why would I not pay that 600 bucks a year? Yep. Done. Here it is. I'd do that, especially if it's a lot of the check. The problem is when you try to do that for your current insurance, if you ever break it down, it is cost prohibitive because you ever see the short-term and long-term uh, disability? You Okay, we'll give you so much money for short-term disability times three, blah, blah, blah. And it's only... Three ninety nine a paycheck. Okay, you go the next model up. It's three ninety nine. It's or five ninety nine. Then it's eight ninety nine. But it's times this. Before you know it, you have just elected for them to take another eighty dollars a paycheck. I need disaster coverage. That's first and foremost. This is the reason that so many people during the Obamacare debate said, "I can't believe John." He had to file bankruptcy. He's ruined all because his wife got cancer. And, you know, they had insurance. Yeah, they had insurance. They had a copay of 20 bucks when they went to an office visit. But guess what? Their hospital bill only paid 60%. Well, of course. You get some sort of uh, some sort of ectomy or something. Right? You get something removed. It's, 
okay, yeah, the hospital stay was uh, $250,000 and we paid 60%. Great. Are you prepared to uh, to still be on the hook for $80,000? Yep. No, most of us are not. That's it. So there is some hope with regard to health insurance, but these are the things we need to focus on. And these doctors, what I love about this, they this is free market. Yep. First, they, it's free market because they started it when they said, uh, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. What, use Wasari's system. What did the, those doctors do? They found a better way. They found a better way to... They said, absolutely, we can do it. They, honestly, they did. They said, yeah. okay, people are coming in to get their ears cleaned yep. out. And we charge them a copay plus the insurance for the office visit, whatever. Hundreds of dollars. A couple of doctors got together and said, if we came up with our own home system, we could sell this. Now, yeah, we lose our patients. But we gain everybody's patients buying the RX system. Yep. And they did it, and it works great. In fact, you can check it out at usewaxrx.com. Use waxrx.com it's a great system it's doctor design three steps drops that soften the earwax the third uh, second step is flush it out with their specially designed pump perfect amount of pressure and then a ph balance rinse that leaves your ears soft and supple and moist and moist because you just rinsed them yes works beautifully and you're going to reuse that pump the drops are going to be enough for many, many applications. But if you need more, they've got refills, so you don't have to buy the whole thing again. And that's another thing we always talk about. How smart are these doctors? All you have to do is buy the refill kits. Right. That's it. You don't have to buy the full kit, just refills. And they've made it easier and cheaper for you that way. Yep. So you will also come back. Everybody wins here. Try the system. Use WaxRx.com. Don't forget that promo code. It's radio. And what's that's, uh, what that's going to do is get it uh, shipped to your door absolutely free. Yeah. Right to your door. Wow. UseWaxRx.com. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. most culturally diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy it's the morning blaze with doc thompson hey i'm all tanned up i'm an off-white guy now (laughs) what i'm this is look how tan i am you are tan i am tanned up i am off that's the reason i'm using the darker thumbs up emoji now no you evolution of thumbs up emoji. I, as I tan, I tan them up. I'm tanning yeah, them up. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Your uh, emoji right now is a little is darker. As dark as your shirt right now. Okay, because <laughs> I'm, I aspire to be that dark. Oh, okay. It's a goal. Oh. It's a subtle goal setting throughout the day to kind of help me out. Okay. That's what it is. Okay, okay. Dude, my wife keeps cracking up when I send those. She's like, why do you keep using the so dark emoji? <laughs> and I'm like, now just because it's a thing. <laughs> I will not be defined by my my race by my emoji. <laughs> Nay. Okay. I dream of a world where my young children can use the emoji. Will be judged by the content <laughs> of their emoji's character <laughs> and not by the color of their emoji skin. By the way, I thought it was the stupidest thing uh Apple did. Give them colors. But it's funny, but it's not all it's not the smiley face no, the those smiley don't, don't have color. Why don't those ones have it? The, uh, the smiley face is still Simpsons color. So 
I was the other day, I was like, I'm going to do a smiley face. Oh, that one I can't change. <laughs> Dang. But you can change the people, though. Yeah, I don't go that far. Oh, you don't do the people? I am primary. My emojis are limited to about five, maybe ten. So I okay. have smile and frown. Mm-hmm. And that's just uh, for my wife, uh, primarily. Like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, thumbs up. Yeah, your thumbs up is pretty good. I do that a lot. Uh, once in a while, the okay. Yeah. Uh, those are my four go-to, and that's pretty much it. Eggplant? Eggplant is my secondary one, and that's just because it's dirty, and I usually only send that to Brad. And it's used in conjunction quite often with a peach uh, yes, and peach. the squirting water. <laughs> I do. The three that's, drops. Right, right. It's not squirting water. Is it, I'm sorry? Squeak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and once in a while, I'll do it with, a, with the whale. <laughs> Who's squirting water too? <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> By the way, I've moved on from emojis. I go GIF. Oh, I've seen your GIFs. Yeah, yeah. I saw your one, your profile one with it's the Chris Cruz yes. playing Homer Simpson. Going to Homer Simpson. Oh, I love that one. How do you create those? This is the beat emojis, and that was Cal's app of the week like two, three years ago. And you can you could I never customize. Oh, week, we'll, you know. We'll, we'll, I know, I know. That sounds like a good app. Tell it me more. It is. <laughs> Chris, app of the week. Chris, on a Friday. <laughs> so you it's can Bitmoji, and then you know you create your profile, and then you could create a a little emoji that looks just like you. Um, actually, they've made it even simpler now, where you could just like take a picture, and it's automatically built. Before you had to like. Is okay. that what you you went you did it the old I way? I was old way because I've been having yeah. it for a long time, so I had yeah, to build. I but tell. I took yeah, a I picture. Can. You know, I change a little bit, but I, but every week they update and give you new different backgrounds. Oh, and they just updated with the Homer. That was a Homer one they the did. The Homer one they just updated with that oh, one, and that's I'm like, awesome. this is legit. So now my my Twitter, pro, anything social media wise, professionally, is my little Chris Cruz doing the Homer Simpson in the shrubs. It's so funny. I love oh, that gif. That's too. a good gif. That is the. That's such a good gif. I uh, I hesitate to bring this up. Oh. Okay. But this is a safe space. It's all about love. You know that, right? Okay. You know. This is not just, cool. What is it's this? a safe space. I'm just I'm sure me. there's I no one's come to me yet. Okay. But I think there is a collective understanding on with the audience and with maybe probably your coworkers, maybe your family. Oh, this is not cool at all. I mean, it's there's an uns- where we're all like and that is the uh the little GIF. The GIF, what? Chris. What do you mean? It may not be the most accurate. Why? I'm just saying it. May not. My weight? I, I, did I say weight? Oh, I, my gosh. You? I did not say anything. Are you kidding? I just said it may not may not be the most accurate. And you got weight from that? Okay, because it's, it's Doc Thompson. Because it's Doc Thompson. I got to tell you, I'm hurt. I'm Are little, you? Are you? You call me Fatty McFatty Face. I did not call you Fatty McFatty Face. Oh, I may have thought that, but you don't know that. How dare you? You do not. I'm just, do you feel that that is an accurate representation of Chris Yes. You know what? Yes. I feel that it's accurate. That's how I see myself in the mirror, Doc Thompson. I feel that way. Yes. Okay, then. Okay, that's how you identify. Okay, good. Not identify. I feel like that. I don't identify as that. <laughs> so That's you very feel different. That way. <laughs> I feel that way. Let's make this clear. 
Now, can I ask you um, yes. one more? Okay. Uh, does Autumn feel that way? Yes. That, she okay. has her own. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tweet out. I made one with both of us together. Okay. I'm going to tweet that one out. Okay, good. And I tweet a picture of me and hey, her. If you feel that way, good, then this conversation is moot. It's over. Is we it, don't even have to talk is about it. it. Is it's, it moot? It's over. Yes, it is. It's is it over moot? in the sense that Jake Tapper says it's over, where I won't bring it up anymore. Really? Just like Jake Tapper. Okay. You know, interviewing Keith Ellison. I won't bring it up any. It's over, Chris. I just want. Okay. I wanted it on the record. That's okay. all I want. That did I you, ask. I did. Did you want it on the record? I mean, when I look at it. Okay. Oh, here I'm doing the Jake Tapper yes. again. I just, I just want it on the record to make sure we're covered. As long as you feel good about it, right? Okay. Okay. I'll let the audience decide. Oh know. yeah, let the jackholes <laughs> decide on my looks, on my stupid emoji. Thank you know what? Thank you, Doc Thompson. Thank you so much. The morning blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, the good news is the people on Twitter are really getting your back. Are they? Sort of. This is the jackhole nation we're talking about right now. I've read through a few. Oh, I'm I'm just going to say you. Don't read them. Okay, don't don't even read them. (laughs) Okay. Just trust that they are all very understanding. So trust you. Trust me and trust them. That they're encouraged? Uh, oh. uh, supportive. Supportive. They're encouraging, encouraging you, whatever. Yes. Yeah, so yes. now I'm just going to just gonna ask a question. Just going to ask a question. Okay. You know, um, um, how's the wedding going? It's going good. It's going good. Um, it's going good. We got a dress. Did I tell you the story about the dress? It's your we got a dress. She got a dress? Well, she got a dress. Okay. But I, I got to clarify with you. Uh, you. You know what? Thank you, Doc Thompson. Thank you for clarifying because we don't want to confuse the right, audience. Right, right, right. And the, sure. the new audience, we just, and I don't want to bring a bad impression to no. the new audience. Your cross-dressing is very limited. Yes, You're very not limited. Gonna be not to wedding dresses. No, no I'm okay. more of like, you know, like, a, uh, what's that lady called? Madonna, Cher. Right, sure. Yeah. More those. So, professionally, you do it. Thank you. Uh, only Friday nights here at Gate Town. Uh, Two shows nightly, three yes. drink minimum. Yes, yes. And make sure you tip your waitress. <laughs> um, so we're at a uh, San Antonio uh, okay. for yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. visiting my brother-in-law that just graduated uh, BMT in the Air Force. And she goes, hey, I would like to go to the mall. Well, I was stationed in San Antonio for about a year. Oh, okay. So I knew some areas. I was like, hey, I know this bougie. Like, I'm talking about bougie mall. You didn't take her to Shady Town, right? No. Okay, gotcha. No. Bougie mall. I'm talking like it's outdoor nice, mall. Nice. People are like, you oh, s- oh, yes, muffin. valet parking only. Oh, and it's very fancy. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, okay, maybe I could find a dress. And I'm like, oh crap. Oh, I said bougie. Too crap. early. Too early. Thank you. Done. We go over there, and she finds this store. I don't know the name of it, but it's a Christian, uh, uh kind of uh, dress shop store. Specializing in all dresses or all dresses. just wedding dresses? No, no, okay. all dresses. Nice. And it's Christian. It's run by, it's like Chick-fil-A nice. and Hobby Lobby. It's run by Christian It wasn't people. Sunday, right? No, it was not okay, Sunday. good, good. And we go there, and then she goes, hey, maybe I could find a dress here. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Last time we bought a dress here was, you know, a couple hundred bucks, so it's not bad. 
We go. She goes, pick 10 dresses. I'm like, okay. So me and Milo go pick different dresses, give it to her. The girlfriend, like, the fiance yeah, said that. The okay. fiance. She says that. I was like, okay, cool. I go, hey, I need this one, medium. Okay, cool. Get to her. She goes, I found it. I was like, okay. Out She's, of those 10? Out of those 10. I found it. This will be my wedding dress. Okay. We don't have to go to a wedding boutique or nothing like that. Nope. This is it. She's in. She's in. Go to the door. Well, boop. $600. I'm like, okay. Done. Okay. She goes, oh, we have a special. Boop. $100. $100 off? No. From $600 to $100. Because I have a, a 67% uh, uh, sale because it's an old dress. It's old. Okay. And I was like, okay. Oh, it has a red tag. Boop. 25 bucks. The dress cost me $25. I hate you with the passion of the fire of a thousand suns right now. $25 for this wedding dress. It's not official a wedding dress, it's but it's a, a nice right. white gown dress. Right. From 600 to 100 It had a red tag, 25 bucks. Okay. Um, the Christian thing is a front. You think so? They're selling drugs out the back. They have to That's be. what I thought. That's Which is what fine I as long as no, you can get fine. on that, that's too. Fine. That's fine. And <laughs> as long as it's $25 and dress. Then, hey. That's right. You can be selling yourself out of the back. I don't care as long as it's you a give cheap me dress. That tw- but I was like, oh, talk about a bargain. You were like, okay, 600 $600. Whoa. Whoa. I'm buying 10 Okay. Now, <laughs> when she said red tag 25 were you also looking at any other sign? Is there going to be another yes, discount? Yes. I was like, okay, you know, what's sa- the next is discount? Is there a Saturday additional 10% off? <laughs> Military discount? Hey, I'm a veteran. <laughs> we got something here. We got something Christian here. Christian discount. Do I get a Christian discount? Hey, I'm a Baptist card Jerry, carrying here member here. Right here. Southern wow. Baptist. That should be, carry something here. What denomination are you? So am I. But 25 bucks. Dude, that's awesome. That's what that's I amazing. said. That's amazing. And just the fact that she found it quickly because yeah. most women are. Now, did she pick more form-fitting, clinging, more poofy, more? No, it's more like like straight nice, down, straight down. Nothing That's like gonna be fluffy. a good look for her. Yeah, yeah, and then she's going for this kind of like uh, shoes slash sandals. So uh, the shoes look like normal tennis shoes, but the the fabric of the shoes is like sandal-like. Okay, you know, you know how much those cost? Hmm. Twenty-five bucks. Target. You realize you're going to be more expensive than she is. I think How so. How perfect is that? Yes. How perfect is that? Is it? You know what? Thank you, Doc Thompson, because I will be more expensive than that. Uh, I need my $200 jeans. Yeah. I she's going to be the one. She's like, uh, I just got to put my makeup on and I headed on over to get married. Chris is going to be like, I have a whole day of pampering. <laughs> I, I have the team coming over, the massage. Bring in the girls. <laughs> right. Exactly. She does my hands. She does my feet. Yeah. She does my For head. For you, it's going to be like the scene in The Wizard of Oz yes. when they get to the Emerald City. Yep. Buff, buff, buff. Or Cinderella. We got the, you know, the little, <laughs> the, 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 the animals come in and You'll be so- Cinderella. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's something there. There is. There's something I there. I think that's been done. So, yeah. So, um, I thought it was a great deal. Great that's deal. Great deal. It's sensational. Yeah. I mean, for wedding, wow, that's that's incredible. So, because I still right, have my first, my ex-wife's dress, and I told her you want to wear this one. Are you out of your gourd? No, but I had to ask. No, you don't. In fact, asking is going to be bad for you. No, that's I had to not ask. Good. That's not good. So, All she right. said no. If you guys want to know.
All right. Uh, no, the reason I was asking was, did you, have you made any other plans? What do you mean? Have you planned the honeymoon, for example? No, no honeymoon. Okay, you're just going to keep it yeah, local, keep, keep it, it local, legit. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there other, um, do you have to prepare anything else heading down to it? Meaning what? I like, feel like you're talking like, code. Like and yourselves, I'm just saying. No, no, we're good. So just as you are now, you guys are both getting ready to get married. Again, I feel like you're kind of like talking about my weight. No, I'm just, just uh, you brought it up. So is there, are you I still... did say two weeks ago that the review zone is starting. Oh, you know? okay. Yes. I'm just curious. Just, just uh, I'm asking doing, up I'm there. I'm doing the review zone. Know, just wanted it on the record. Just on the record? Not, it's already been to... on the record. Two weeks ago, it yeah, was on the I record. Yeah, I just you know, wanted to update that on the record. You know. Are you Jake tapping me? I am Jake, I'm Jake tappering you. Are you Jake tapping me? I, I might like Jake tapping me better. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Are you Jake tapping me? By I the Jake way, tapped him. That's something that Sarah Gonzalez wants to do to her. Jake tapped? Yeah, <laughs> she, she wants, wants to be Jake, Jake tapped. I want to be Jake tappering. <laughs> Jake tapping me. <laughs> so funny. <clears throat> so, okay. So... This is a little bit of a challenge. You're just trying to you know, get down to your fighting weight a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, visiting uh, Blackland Air Force Base kind of like took me back. I was like, oh, got to lose something. Good deal. Okay. Lose something. All right, we covered all of that. Now we can get back on track here. Just move beyond. Some people were tweeting about the um, health care coverage that I talked okay. about. Yeah. I do have a little story kind of ties in with that. Okay. Starbucks says that they will now offer employees health insurance plans that cover... Gender changing surgeries and therapies. I saw that. And by therapies, they don't mean mental. Um, no, and they don't. Yeah, they don't mean hey, you got to screw loose. Let's or, go talk about it or anything else. Yeah, none of that. It's the oh, so you think you're something else? Let's go ahead and help you perpetuate transition that. to that whatever you feel, hermit crab, whatever. Right. Yeah, whatever you think you are, fine. It's just a let's go ahead and perpetuate that. Wow, that's now, a lot of healthcare coverage on that. It is. So, do you think the percentage of people working at Starbucks that believe they're transgender is higher or lower than the average population? No, it's very high. It's higher. very high, yes, right? Yes. Okay. And once they offer it, then everybody's going to be, maybe that's my issue. Yes. Whatever. Okay. That's very nice of Starbucks. Yes. No. As a private company, Good for if you. that's what you believe on, follow it. Good you be you. Right. Yes. I'm fine with that. Yes. I mean, I'm thrilled with you doing it and it's yes. quite nice for you to say you and want to do this for your thank employees you for that. thank you good i'm not ripping on that you're a private company yes you can do what you want you yes. made your own decisions and it is treating your employees nice yes great but it's not as simple as saying we're going to offer this surgery to people no we'll go ahead and pay for it if you want to get that it's not like that because is starbucks saying all right, all right, boards of directors, you're sitting around, right? Howard's out, I'm in. We're all in agreement. The people that want to have their winkies changed to something else or the other chicks that want to have one, we're all in agreement. We'll, it'll cover it now, right? The insurance. Okay, good. Steve, I'm sorry, Stevana. Yeah, we'll all cover it. Great. No, no, we're not putting any more money into it. No, there's no additional monies. We'll just spread around the insurance what? we currently have. Unless they say we are going to pony up 
more money for that insurance, the only thing that happens. Premium go up. Whatever that package goes up. There it is. So if the company's not going to fund, because, you know, Glenn spends gobs of money for health insurance right. for us. But if the company's not going to spend more money, so that $50 a month you were paying might double or quadruple. And there it is. Wow. So when you go in as a company to negotiate your health insurance, you say, we got X number of employees. We want about this level of coverage. We're willing to pay this. And the company sets aside money to pay that insurance company. And the insurance company's like, it's, it's like a used car salesman, right? All right, we got a deal for you. What's it going to take for me to put you in this insurance plan today? You want the, you want the Cadillac? We got the Cadillac. But um, you're like, oh, we got 50,000 employees, but we only have $200 to put into it. Yeah, it's going to be a little lower. <laughs> you go to the lemon lot. What's your mom's uh, Honda Fit doing? <laughs> we can put you in that. So it's like that. So if you want this great plan, you're going to pay more for your employees. I don't know what Starbucks is doing here. And likely they will pay more for this. But unless they say... In order to get this extra level, we're going to take the current plans we have, the current premiums everybody's paying, the current money we put in, none of that changes. We just talked to the insurance company and they said, if we give them an extra million bucks a year, that it'll cover people who want to have this, fine. That's great. But if they don't, that means one of a couple of things and probably a combination your insurance plan is going to change at Starbucks. What they cover is going to be different if they don't put more money in. In other words, they're going to cover less things. And or your premiums are going to go up. And or the coffee prices are going to go up. You're going to pay for that, even if you're not an employee. Somebody is paying for it unless corporate Starbucks said all all of the investors... The profits we make, we're going to take that much less and put it towards people transitioning. And that's key there. Profits. Profits. Out of the pocket of the CEO and the mm, chair people. Exactly. You cannot because, oh, they can't do right? that. No, right? because, oh, the company's going to put money in it. Okay. That's a line what? item. Or, oh, would you fire a dozen corporate people to put exactly. it? So you, somehow there's a loss. Somebody is on the hook for this stuff. What people don't really, the money, it's not just, well, we've covered more. There's whatever. Somebody's, well, we tax people more. Those people are on the hook. Yep. There's always somebody that has to pay for this stuff. That's one thing people always miss. Who is going to pay for this? It's a wonderful story of acceptance and love and trying to do yep. something nice for their employees. Good for you. Regardless of how you feel about transgender and you, if you think it's legit, whatever. The company did something nice for them. Who's paying for it? Is Howard Schultz taking it out of his pocket and saying every year now, I'm going to put $2 million in for anybody transitioning. What if more people transition? You're going to put more in? Somebody's got to pay for it. Starbucks just raised their prices last week. They did. Was it two weeks two ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Was it like an extra buck yeah. cup or something like yep. that? Is they it did. for this? Is it for something else? I don't know. They're also closing down some stores. They are. Okay. So I just, I want people to understand that in all of these things, when you see it, even the nicest stories like this, there's more to the story. Anytime there's money involved or something that costs money, somebody is paying for it. 
and we've gotten used to and trained entire generations to go, oh, they're paying for it. That's so nice. No, likely you are. And if you're good with that, if you're okay with that, so be it. That's fine and wonderful. However, if you don't know, you don't know if you're for it or not. Yep. And there's the difference. It's um, it's really, really interesting. I'm not sure they, uh, they have, they're even prepared to know all of those things. Oh, I don't think so either. I don't think so. And the normal employee that is transitioning is just, oh, yes, they're going to pay for it. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Isn't it nice? Yep. I and would they, say that's wonderful, yep. right? And they forget about that person that is not transitioning that is going to pay a little bit more under premium and get a little bit more taken out of their paycheck. I guess that's part of it too, Chris. I am fine with you saying, okay, great. I'm, you know, hippie chick and I believe all this stuff or whatever. And that's fine. I may disagree with you. Uh, I absolutely cannot take it. If you say, uh, I just am going, we should give and do and whatever. And there's no understanding that it's not free. It doesn't just materialize yep. out of, out of thin air. It comes from somewhere. What is it? If you are uh, interested in having a little bit more money, you don't have to worry about these things. I got an idea for you. And this is an idea that has been uh, slow coming for all of us. It's been something that we started talking about a year or so ago, me, Chris, Cal, Brad Staggs, uh, and that is cryptocurrencies. The problem is cryptocurrencies are very difficult to understand. You can understand more by going to a free online seminar that um, is being hosted by Glenn Beck coming up just a couple of weeks from now, July 19th. It's a Thursday. And you can sign up online at beckcryptoshow.com. Beckcryptoshow.com. It's absolutely free. Just go and sign up and you can learn the information. Do you realize that most people in the world, if you try to uh, explain finances to them, they are lost. A lot of people are confused by numbers. Finances confuse people even more. And it angers them. It, it, you're right. It does anger. And then investing. You know, these things are all different. We think, oh, it's all numbers or all math or all money. No. There are many levels of subtleties that come with investing, and you have to understand. You know, most people think when they invest, they think very linear in one direction. So I put money into it, and then the price goes up, and I sell for more. That's one way to make money. That's one of about a trillion ways to invest and make money. You know, you could do the exact opposite too. Yep. What? Boop. Mind blown. Can't understand it. Cryptocurrency takes all of that confusion and exponentiates it. Because you've also tied into many other things. It exponentiates it. Because it also ties into many other things. Well, it ties into technology. The blockchain. What? Oh my gosh. Your head's going to explode. Learn about cryptocurrency. Understand how it works. If you want to learn more, BeckCryptoShow.com. It's absolutely free. You'll have a chance to take part in Palm Beach Letters' exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. Um, you've probably heard Glenn talk with and to Tika, who is from Palm Beach Letter. Tika will walk you through the new case for Bitcoin. We'll give you the names of three cryptocurrency that he recommends that you should know. Plus, you'll get exclusive free training on how this new crypto market is going to work. You don't have to believe that Bitcoin or one in particular is going to be the wave of the future. But you should understand that the technology absolutely will be. Learn it today by signing up for this free seminar, BeckCryptoShow.com.
Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. It's a little bit of a failure. I still like it, but it's I, it's just one of those things I have to kind of suspend reality in my head and just give myself to the movie. Okay. Ant-Man. Oh, it opens this yeah. weekend. Opens this weekend, yeah, today. I love the Marvel Universe. Ant-Man's got a storied history in Marvel. If you really understand Pym, this Ant-Man isn't even the original Ant-Man. It was Henry Pym and the whole thing. But still a cool character and whatever. But there's a bit of a failure. In what? Ant-Man. No, but like what's what the is failure? It? Yeah. So when he turns like really small. Yes. He's still just as strong. Yeah, well, that's a part of it. Right. He okay. has a strong, he has a strength of a thousand, you know, like a thousand ants. No, no. He just retains his strength when he gets small. Oh, I thought it was, he had like this, like the strength of like. I don't think so. But let's say it is even gets okay. stronger, right? But when he gets bigger. Yeah. Because later on he became Goliath yeah. and all these, whatever. Yeah, he does. Yes. He gets stronger then. <laughs> so what so are you saying? You retain your strength or yes. get stronger when you get smaller. Yes. When you get bigger though, you get stronger. So what's the feel with that? So the size I am now uh-huh. is the weakest. Yes. Like the average yes. American yes. size. Yes. Yes. If I was, if by that logic, midgets would be like super strong. They'd be superheroes in our world. Yes. Right? So I'm saying. Yes. Okay. I feel you, but yes. Okay. Yes. So if you're, if you're somebody, if you're a basketball player or something, and you're that tall, if you're Shaq or somebody, you're going to be a little stronger. You got more muscle mass. Mm-hmm. You've got more leverage on stuff. Okay, great. So I get that on the giant man, you know, Goliath and all those characters. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're smaller, so you should lose some. <laughs> what they did was a little poetic license when they were writing this. They're like, okay, I got this idea. Got it. Probably uh, Stanley. He probably wasn't. Stan's a little smarter. It was somebody else in the office. Stan. Stan, I got this idea. It'll be big, 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 I tell you. You want a character? Ant-Man. Okay, and okay. And Stan's like, he's, okay, he takes like like Spider-Man, super strong. He's like, no, no. He's a little tiny like an ant. He's the size of an ant. He's a superhero that's the size of an ant. Okay, and Everyone else, Sam would be like, dude, how, how are you going to fight? You're, the, you're an ant. What the hell are you going to do with ant size? What are you going to do if you're ant size? You're, 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 not, you're weak. You're this small. All right, you got me, Stan. You got me. <laughs> but this ant, he retains his normal strength. He's just as strong. How? Because we said so. That's how it's, it's pim particles that make him strong or that make him small, but they make him just as strong and he can talk to ants <laughs> and has a pet ant. And you go, why the hell would you want to talk to ants? You got me. Okay. Let me think because he can have hordes of ants, not just any, you ever had those fire ants on you? I was in the desert one dangerous. time. I had the fire ants on me. I was scratching and kicking for weeks. It's almost as bad as sea lice. Wait a minute. Sea lice man. From yesterday's show. Aquaman? Sea lice man. Aquaman Aquaman next. will send his sea lice. That's a different <laughs> universe. That's DC. When I quit this place, I'm taking it to DC. <laughs> so I like, I like the Ant-Man. It just seemed like a bit of a failure. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't in Avengers. 
Ant-Man was not part of the Avengers in Infinity Wars. Yeah, somehow I made a mistake there. Yeah. I don't know what it was. But uh, they do have the uh, the Wasp is going to join him. She ended up leading the Avengers in a bunch of the comics. And Janet, oh, really? Janet Pym, I actually kind of liked her character. She, they did her real. And Hank Pym was a little nutty. He was. He went nuts, man. Yeah, so. Anyways, it opens this weekend, and I'll still give him my money. I'll are take, you? I'll take time to see it probably tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. And Amanda then, wants to go, so yeah. Maybe we could go together. Oh, I can't. You can't? No, I can't. Tagger and I are going with Brad. Oh. We're going to go. Oh, with- really? <laughs> wow. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Some uh, amazing tweets coming in. Got some really good tweets, and I would share those with you right now, except Chris Cruz is yet again unprepared. It's really becoming a, a problem. That is true. It's, I'm not uh, prepared. I can't find my, my You know, we'll headphones. get to those coming up in just a minute. Let's just move on, though. Uh, Chloe Howard joins us now. Chloe is the author of Stand Beautiful, a story of brokenness, beauty, and embracing it all. Hey there, Chloe. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Chloe, what is the, um, what's the idea behind Stand Beautiful? The idea behind Stand Beautiful is self-acceptance, love, and anti-bullying. I wrote the book based off of my story, being born with a severely deformed foot, loving myself until at age 14, being assaulted on my Christian high school campus because of it. And it's kind of my journey through that. Wait, okay, wow, that's just bizarre. So you have this, this thing you're dealing with. You have this handicap you're dealing with. And then at 14, you're in school and you're assaulted? Yes. And because of the handicap? Yeah. uh, Without my consent, my deformed foot was exposed to a group of my peers. I was restrained and the police were called. It was very dramatic. Oh, my gosh. So in an act of bullying, people were like mocking you and let's show your foot type of thing? Yeah, it was really hard. For the first time in my life, I, in that moment, saw my foot as something negative, something worthy of being ashamed of. I mean, I hate to um, to dwell on it and make you relive that, but what was that scenario like? Can you Can you explain how that played out? Yeah, it was at lunch one day at this school that I was attending, and I was called over to a lunch table that was next to mine and they told me to take off my shoe and sock and I said no multiple times and so without my consent one of the perpetrators came behind me and held my arms to my sides wrapped their arms around me and lifted me up which allowed the other perpetrator to forcefully without my consent remove my sock and shoe and hold it up for everyone else to see 
That had to be terribly embarrassing, especially at 14. Yeah, it was it was awful. I've never experienced anything like it. So I imagine there were uh, probably many things going on. First of all, the uh, revolt. How dare you? How dare you do anything without my consent? Right. I mean, there's got to be that. And then there's got to be um, what an embarrassment factor where you feel like you're being mocked and made fun of. Right. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I felt used in a way I had never felt before. And I was new to this school. Others had been going there since middle school. And so I didn't want to be the new girl that like caused a scene at lunch. And so I didn't, other than saying no, like I didn't scream or fight back. Like, how do you, what yeah, do you do when you do. feel like yeah, you're yeah. being used in a way? You Especially know? at 14. I mean, everybody's so awkward and uncomfortable. It doesn't matter, you know. You seemingly have a great life or whatever. You're captain of the football team or whatever it is. Everybody is so awkward and uncomfortable and you just you don't want anything to, you know, draw attention that in in a negative way to you. What was their reaction after this? I'm sure they were yucking it up at that point. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they had their little proud moment and then I was so embarrassed. I hurried to put my shoe and sock back on and kind of got out of there but the police were called the next day um and read these perpetrators their miranda rights and that kind of led to this whole complicated two-year journey through the juvenile court system so how old are you now i am now 18 i just graduated high school okay and that's the reason i was wondering i was like i can't believe that they actually came in and, and said that was assault um because 20 years ago it wouldn't have been mm-hmm but four yeah. years ago, it was was out there. Obviously, bullying is absolutely wrong. This, um, uh, you know, uh, sticks and stones and the, you know, names calling or whatever and that whole issue. Um, I take some exception with there's a little bit of tough love, but this was assault. That's what this mm-hmm. was. Um, yeah. So what happened with the juvenile court system? Did you have uh, to go and testify? I did. Yeah. So it went to court. And after about a year and a half of the perpetrators refusing to plead guilty, even though it was caught on security camera, um, it went to trial. And I did have to testify on the stand. And the perpetrators were initially tried for a felony hate crime and ultimately sentenced with a misdemeanor battery. All right. I, I'm not a fan of the hate crime charges, but this is just assault. They shouldn't have touched you. And I'll absolutely give you that. I do think the misdemeanor thing seems a little bit light. Um, mm-hmm. But OK, what were uh, uh, what were their reactions? Was there any um, uh, remorse? You know, it was the judge gave the perpetrators the consequence that she did because she felt like there was no remorse. Mm. Um, we were 14 at this time and not that our young age belittled anything that went down, but I do believe that, you know, looking back after I have already forgiven them, I don't think that they would have done what they did if they would have known the severity of their actions. And that's part of the same beautiful message, actually rethinking labels, rethinking you know, whether it's the people that are bullied or the people that are being the bullies, um, that we as humans are not stuck with society's labels of us, that we have the power to determine what our labels are and we can choose to stand beautiful, to embrace the imperfect perfection of each of us. 
So afterwards at school or during this process, what was the reaction? Did anybody go, hey, Chloe, wow, you know, we're, we're with you. That was crazy. That's nutty. Uh, were the, any of the kids involved were like, Hey, Chloe, that was, I shouldn't have done that. Or how were you perceived? Were you ostracized? Were you popular? Um, I was not, I felt incredibly alone and isolated after what I went through, um, at the school and people, it seemed like everyone else kind of just continued living their own separate lives. And I was marked with this before and after, and I felt different and no one else kind of made that journey with me. And so it was really hard um, continuing to go to that school. Well, uh, the, the thing is that I find so frustrating about this is knowing it was a Christian school. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's never right, but you would think if there's anybody or any place where you would get the extra understanding and people trying to do the right thing and extra guidance uh, is a Christian school, right? Yeah, and that was a very hard awakening at 14, realizing that the people that you want to be good sometimes aren't necessarily, you know. I personally believe that humans are inherently good, but that doesn't mean that we are immune to the brokenness of this world. And that's another part of the Stand Beautiful message, trying to find beauty through brokenness, realizing that we as people are also incredibly broken but we are broken together and we as people have the power to be resilient. Did you have an opportunity to see Chris Pratt's speech at the MTV awards recently? Did you see that? I did not. No. Okay. You're going to need to see this Chloe. Cause you're, you're, you're <laughs> dancing right on the edge of some of the things that he was touching on. And one part he said, um, uh, anybody who tells you you're perfect, your mom and dad, anybody, Oh, you're perfect. And I'm paraphrasing. You are not para- Perfect. You absolutely are not, and you won't be. None of us are. But that's a good thing. And he explains it, and you're talking about broken. You're right. I believe people are inherently good. Um, I think we have the capacity for good or bad. My faith teaches me that as well. Um, And I think people want to do good. And one of the problems when we're so divided now is believing that people um, that are different than us, even if it's political views, are basing their actions on malice. Instead of saying, hey, they're just wrong about some things or they're upset about some things or whatever. But too often we say that person it just wants to do bad. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. I think as humans, we are scared of the things that are different from us. We tend to flock towards what is familiar. And sure. so um, that is troubling in a society, especially like this, where differences are abundant and part I have two books the young adult teen book which is more about my story um, and how I came to start my international movement stand beautiful and then I have a children's picture book which is really about acknowledging and accepting the differences in ourselves and also in others and I believe this message is so important especially in fostering a new generation of people who are really more equipped to and recognize and love on the differences in each other. I think you're, it starts with um, uh, some, uh, uh, some personal confidence. When you have the confidence in yourself, and some people gather confidence or gain confidence over, um, over a lifetime or with age. Some people like you um, experience certain things and it, it helps build your confidence. Some people are naturally more confident. But when you're confident, in, in who you are, when you be comfortable in your own skin, 
you start um you start allowing people to like even joke about you you start allowing people you're not as sensitive to stuff and i think what that does it helps people have conversations and break down some of those walls mm-hmm. yes i agree i think that um you know i i am an international inspirational speaker and in my ted talk that i gave at age 16 i said that you know we are all broken but what unites us is our journey through brokenness that we can all be resilient and we can all travel through this brokenness and so what you were saying about confidence you know when we are confident sometimes we do allow things to be said that we wouldn't otherwise about us but i don't think that that um kind of undoes the insecurity that lies in each of us and so when we are able to recognize that insecurity and acknowledge it in ourselves and others and we are more equipped to love on each other do you um, and that confidence becomes genuine do you think you're uh fairly confident now how how insecure are you about your foot uh, as you just go through your life and i mean is is that always on your mind are you just like hey i'm here i'm chloe i'm good life's good <laughs> um i mean i don't think that anyone is immune to insecurity Uh, I am an 18-year-old girl, and (laughs) one of the trials that face my age group is comparison. And I don't know who said it, but I heard someone say once that comparison is the thief of joy. And so that's what I'm really working on right now. But I did recently get the word beautiful tattooed over my deformed foot. And so now when I wake up and look down at my deformed foot the foot that doesn't have toenails the foot that's covered in scars you know all i see is beauty and this idea this word beautiful has started to um started to kind of mesh with my deformed foot and so i mean i'm i feel good about my foot it's just working on the rest of it well i think counting our blessings and uh, that that helps lead to grace and us being more gracious when you say wow um i'm okay and that that goes into that confidence thing too this is something um that i've focused a lot on recently is where we say start saying um i'm i'm thankful for all these little things and when you really pay attention to them and that that goes along with your beauty when you see beauty when you recognize it and you recognize the good all that other stuff just kind of fades away. But I'm, I'm thrilled. I think, I think you are on the right track with helping a lot of people. I think the, uh, the book is a solid idea. Tell us a bit more about the, uh, the book and where you're going with both of them. Yeah, so uh, like I said, I have two books, the Young Adult Teen um, Stand Beautiful book and then the Children's Picture book. And both are called Stand Beautiful. They're available wherever books are sold or also on my website, standbeautiful.me where you can read more about my story. But the YA book is about my journey, what it was like being born with a severely deformed foot, having tons of operations, dealing with this idea of being different, and then being assaulted because of it. And kind of my journey through that, how I learned that society's labels of me don't have to define me and how I want to see myself as God sees me, which is beautiful. Awesome. Um, And then... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and then the children's picture book, like I said earlier, is more about differences, acknowledging them in ourselves and in each other. 
Awesome. And what we'll do is uh, we'll go ahead and uh, post those on social media so people can find them, okay? Perfect. You can tag me on Instagram and Facebook at I Stand Beautiful. You can also use hashtag I Stand Beautiful to share your own journey, how you are standing beautiful in your own life. That sounds awesome. Chloe Howard, author of Stand Beautiful, a story of brokenness, beauty, and embracing it all. Have a great day, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. It's so funny. Um, there's a lot of reasons we wanted to have her on. First of all, the overall message is a positive one. And when I listen to her, I can hear uh, where she's at in her journey. That's the reason I specifically asked the question about how um, confident she is about this stuff. And I could see that there are still some th- some issues. And, you know, I've never walked in her shoes, um, which may be a bad metaphor. But I, I've not lived her life. I don't know exactly what she goes through. And it's easy to tell, ah, get over this or whatever. Um, I'm happy that she seems to be figuring some of it out. Obviously, you need a little more confidence in there. But when you listen to her, you know this is a nice girl. She's smart and articulate. Um, she is uh, uh, has the right attitude, wants to do good in the world. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful person. When you see pictures of her, if you go to her, she's physically very beautiful, right? I mean, she's, right, Chris? I mean, she's got all that. And she is, again, thinking... Uh, I've got this deformity and that's, that's my, my challenge in life. She's figured so many pieces out and got so many blessings beyond what most people do, but that's what we all do. Every one of us have our club foot, our, our deformed foot. Your deformed foot may be actually a deformed foot. Somebody else's deformed foot may be their weight. Somebody else's may be a stutter or, you know, lack of intelligence or whatever it is everybody's going through that. And that thing that we have, we obsess about. It becomes as big. So you go, okay, you look at somebody in a wheelchair that is severely deformed, a Stephen Hawking's, and they're trying to make their way through life. And if you were to compare him with the average person out there, you're like, well, clearly Stephen Hawking has it worse. Challenges. But in each one of us, that thing that stands out, that trigger for us, we look at it, And the Stephen Hawking's, they disappear. And we think about ourselves, that one thing. And we obsess about it. And and we react to it. That insecurity runs our life. It's true of most of us. But for some of us, you get to a point where you look at that and you put it away. Uh, by divine guidance, by comparison, by luck, by whatever it age, wisdom. Sometimes you start putting that away and you go, you know what? I just do not care anymore. He did not give an F. And when you get to that point, that's where the magic happens. That's where you say, uh, I'm confident about myself. I don't care about the rest. I'm not worried about being judged. And I am going to help, and I'm going to make an impact in this world, and I'm going to do good. That's the center of it right there. But I think she is well on her way to doing good uh, or figuring that all that stuff out for herself. She's certainly doing some good with her book, and I wish her the best of luck. Again, we'll post it on social media so you can find it. It's Doc Thompson and The Morning Blaze. You're waking up to The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Morning Blaze returns. And now, here's Doc Thompson. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, I like the positive feedback we're getting from people on social media about that. Too, yeah. That- and I'm sorry, but I have to call you. No, I've seen so far nobody has called you on the one mistake you all did. I don't think it's not a mistake. I think you plagiarized. I you plagiarized? St- yes. You stole <laughs> a... Of a you stole a speech from... Uh-huh. Ha! The Three Amigos. <laughs> did you or did you not take... I- Took a little bit of here, a little bit of there, sprinkle a little Doc Thompson, I, and you three amigo her. I did not her. exactly plagiarize. But you a three amigo her. I, it was an homage to three amigos. Was it? It was, was a it? three amigos homage. Okay. 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 Yes. When I said, you know, we all have our, our club foot in our life for some, yeah. you know, fat people mm-hmm. or overweight is our, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. our club foot. Intelligence. For blah, some blah. of them. You know, it's whatever. And for some of us, uh, our club foot is actually a club foot. Yeah. And yes. The- there's a passionate speech by Steve Martin who says, you know, uh, I think it's Steve Martin who gives that or maybe it's Martin Short. But anyways. So one of the three amigos. Who says, we all have an El Guapo in our life. For some of us, a language barrier may be our El Guapo. And for some <laughs> of us, poverty may be our El Guapo. For others... El Guapo is, is actually uh, our uh, El, El Guapo. Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha. <laughs> okay, so I there's it wasn't a plagiar, it was an homage. Homage. It is was a tribute to Three Amigos. Yeah, you And I want you to know, there were people that teared up when they heard that until I uh, realized that I at least was inspired by a <laughs> comedy movie. Because I was like, man, he's so inspiring. So inspiring. Wait a minute, hold Wait, on. I've, I've heard I've that before. Heard so this that's before. Similar to, yes, no, more like it's like. I was on. I, you realize I was up for some. In that moment, I was on track to getting some major broadcast award. Like what? I don't know, but they maybe a new one. Plagiarizer maybe, of the year. Until they knew, yeah. <laughs> they were like some Steeler Max Steeler face. And it would have been a major award. Would have? Which by the way I just plagiarized a, yes. again from Three Amigos. Move, no, from uh, oh. Christmas story. Christmas he got story. a a major award. Huh. For Gile, I think it's French. <laughs> Remember he gets the lamp leg and he goes, I've won a major award. Well, at least you didn't give this award to yourself. <clears throat> Like Arrested Development, I, I know you haven't seen yet because you haven't. Oh, about the new it. series? Yes. No, I did not. <clears throat> I did not see it. So yeah, okay. I'll go ahead and admit I was inspired by the uh, okay. the Three Amigos, and Good. we'll just leave it there. But you were you didn't like the Three Amigos, anyways? No, I didn't. No, I did not get the whole Such comedy a solid behind movie. it. No, it is, but the comedy, okay. Did you see Spies Like Us? No. Same era. You got to watch uh, Support Your Local Sheriff. I just watched it the other day, and I think you'll love it. Support Your Local Sheriff? Yeah, these are two, there's two old westerns you have to watch. Okay. One is Paint Your Wagon, okay. and the other is Support Your Local Sheriff. Both of them I rewatched recently okay. to see. I'm guessing they're on Hulu because you have access to my Hulu account. Yeah, I think one of them I think I pulled up on uh, Prime, maybe. Okay. One of those. Uh, Support Your Local Sheriff is uh, a little funnier, a little bit. Uh, the problem is Paint Your Wagon is like almost three hours long. Oh. And it's also a musical. Oh, I don't mind the musical part. And they should have just cut the music out. <laughs> okay. And let me just warn you, you will be 30, 40 minutes into the movie, uh, movie mm-hmm. including a bad song that you have to sit through before it really gets good. <laughs> but when it starts getting good, you're going to really appreciate a couple okay. of the subject matters. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, really, you're going to be like, oh, and you're going to be like, they did that then? What? Oh, okay. my gosh, or whatever. Okay. Very taboo stuff and hilarious. And there's going to be several parts of this movie where you're like, oh, snap. That is me and my buddy Doc <laughs> and our friend, uh, I was going to say Kirk Jones, but nobody cares about him. Mordecai? Mordecai. Yeah. You're going to see this is us. This is exactly what we would be doing. Okay. And then you're going to say to yourself, how can we do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So check it out. Okay. That's your, you know, we should start, we should start a program. You recommend and I recommend and we challenge each other and we have to watch what the other one says. Oh, I don't mind that. Right. I mean, that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, and uh, we'll say you got like a week or Review. whatever. Those guys, and we'll get the audience in on it. Then we'll let them challenge on a couple. Okay. We can do that. Because there's uh, there's quite a few powerful ones. There's a couple of big movies I've never seen mm. over the years. Mm. And I tried to make a list of some of those. For years, I had never seen the Godfather F- Father trilogy. Oh, really? And about, I don't know, like six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. I finally sat down and watched them. And they're amazing. Yeah. But I just had never gotten an opportunity. Yeah. So we could challenge you, and I'll make a whole list of those. Okay. But those are two. So it's support your local sheriff, James Garner. Okay. And paint your wagon with a young and unable to sing Clint Eastwood singing. Ooh, Clint, <laughs> Clint is singing? He does. They call wow. the wind Mariah, just so you know. What? They call the wind Mariah. I don't know what that means. It's a song. And it's, it's bad? It's bad. It's not good. No? It's not good. The rest of the movie, they need to redo this movie and cut out all the stupid songs and just make, make, it. It, make it a comedy and jazz it up. Mm-hmm. A modern version of this would crush it. Really? Oh, yeah. It would be awesome. I'll let you decide, though. All right. We'll get a quick break in, and then we're getting some of your tweets coming up as well. Uh, don't forget to join us on social media. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. This is The Morning Blaze. If you walk away angrily laughing, we did our job. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. And now, Doc Thompson presents... The Friday Leftovers. Mm. These are the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week, so we will get to them now. Monroe County deputies say a man forced his way into a Florida Keys residence using a pocket knife. Ooh. That's the Florida Keys. Oh, okay. okay. That's part of the state of Florida. Florida. Yeah, Yeah. it's like down by the south. Anyways, he forced his way into a home using a pocket knife. He began screaming and threatened to kill the residents. Then he stole a pulled pork sandwich and an energy drink and left. Hello. Hey, stab and get hungry. It does, right? You just keep stabbing. I've got broken the house. Is that a pulled pork sandwich? And by Mm. the way, does this actually give any ideas to everybody? Maybe leave pulled pork sandwiches. And when the robber or somebody comes in that's starting to do bad things. I just leave them on the front porch. Oh, even better. I was thinking they're not going to break in. No, just leave them right out there. You say, hey, if you're coming to rob the place, here's your pulled pork sandwich and you're done. You're good to go. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think if there were more pulled pork sandwiches in the world, Mm -hmm. there'd be a lot less violence. You know what? I agree. And if you had Cuban sandwiches, Mm. yeah, even more so. Mm. Now, you know my thing about the Cuban sandwich, right? What? I got to meet the guy who came up with the Cuban sandwich (laughs) when I go to heaven. Well, first of all, it's a failed name. 
You mean to tell me they have that bounty in Cuba? Yes. No, they do not. That's why they're... No. Okay. Cuba's poor. It's a socialist country. They don't have that. How dare but you? But the guy who said, you know what would go on good on this pulled pork? Ham. Mm. <laughs> or did he say, you know what would really top off this ham sandwich? Pulled pork. <laughs> Which came first? The pulled pork know. or the ham? But either way, that's a guy. <laughs> so anyways, he steals the pulled pork sandwich and an energy drink. He... uh he was easy for the cops to track down, given the fact that uh, he is the previous tennis, the tenant at the house. He used to live there. And that he had called the police earlier, demanding he'd be let back in the home. Hmm. And given the fact that he was just walking around the house there when they showed up. Huh. So pretty easy to find. Yes, 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 yes. 35-year-old Alex Sardina, he was charged with assault, burglary, and theft. Procriminal tip number 74, don't break into a place where they know you. That's going to be bad. Yes, for you. yes. You see, anonymity is a very powerful tool in uh, crime. Anonymity is wonderful, wonderful. Oh tool. yes. Authorities say a man walked into a Huntington Bank branch in Columbus, Ohio, and gave the teller a note saying he was armed and demanded money. Oh. The teller gave the man a stack of cash, but the man demanded more money. Whoa! And he said. You know, you don't have any more money? Fine. Get it from the electronic cash recycle machine in the lobby. Recycle machine? I don't know what it is. It must be you put the, it's like a, maybe an ATM or something. Okay. He said, go get it from the, right there. It's got money in it. And the teller said, okay, but um, if I'm going to get it out, that machine needs your driver's license to dispense the cash. No. And he said, okay, good. Here's the driver's license. Go get the money. Get okay. that money. Yep. Tell yep. her. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You thought I'd yes. like to give it to. Listen, hey, I'm complying, but I'm gonna need your driver's okay. license. I need some kind of identity. How am I gonna get in there? Whatever. And okay. How good. stupid are you of a criminal? <coughs> you do know that there's a picture, there's an address, there's a name, there's a date of birth, right? There's eye colors, there's a description of you. Uh huh. There's all that stuff. All that right. stuff is on mm-hmm. the. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what you call uh, evidence. Again. Like the aforementioned story, uh, anonymity, powerful tool <laughs> yes. in uh, in criminal, yes. in crime, life of yes. crime. Uh, police used the license to track him down and arrest him. He was charged with aggravated robbery and Aww. threatening. So Aww. it's like that. A fisherman <clears throat> was victimized. No. A fisherman was mugged at knife point by two men in an, in an inflatable boat <gasps> while he was three miles out at sea. What? If you are not safe out in a boat, and by the way, you're in a boat and they got an inflatable boat. That's what you got to do. They have a knife. Yes. Right? (laughs) He was fishing in the channel off of the Slapton uh, Sands when he was approached uh, while still on his vessel. Now, likely they were offering some sort of ruse or, Mm -hmm. hey, what's going on, Mm -hmm. or friendly. The men threatened him with a knife, then cut his nets before stealing the fish that he had caught. Wow. They stole the fish. Wow. Police put out a warning. They said, please don't buy any fish from unreputable sources. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay, yeah. That's what do you got? Fail that uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. What makes you think your same opinion of whatever that word is is the same Unreputable. as mine? Unreputable. I could buy fish with him. Hey, how much is that? Five bucks, and you t- uh, two dollars. Sorry, buddy. The two dollar gets it. 
Okay, by the way, the only part of unreputable I'm concerned with is if it's not actually going to be fish and I'm buying a tin can or something. Exactly. If it's unreputable, meaning it's going to be cheap and they're shady. I'm, I'm still there. buying. Right, exactly. I'm so still get buying. this. Shady that saves me money, I am in. Oh, well, you should all be Shady in. that is dangerous or I may not get my no. product, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out but too. But there's a couple of other fails. Okay. So the warning the police offer is not... Be on the lookout for a bolo. Right. No, it's don't buy fish from shady people. Also, another failure. The fish, the police weren't, hey, we're out searching for this man. Send us tips. Just don't buy it. Right. Just don't buy the fish. Also, the police are not like, hey, we're out there patrolling to get him. It was just like, hey, don't buy fish. (laughs) And they finally, they phoned this one in. (laughs) Right. And then finally, um, you know, they may not just be trying to sell the fish. Cook they it. may also Cook be it. eating the fish. So shouldn't it also be don't accept uh, any fish dinners mm-hmm. from any reputable sources? Mm-hmm. Don't accept any uh, fish dinner invites from unreputable no. sources. Don't go to Bob's Fish <clears throat> House of Fishes. and Right. And by the way, you know they sold it to a restaurant. Of course they did. Come on. You get more money out of that than a certain to a one person. State troopers pulled over a 2005 Nissan after spotting the automobile being driven erratically on Interstate I-95 outside Ooh. of Port St. Lucie, Florida. I-95, is that's a nice I-95. Stretch. I love that I-95. <clears throat> when cops spoke to the driver, they detected the, quote, obvious and distinct odor of booze coming from inside the vehicle. 56-year-old Scott Garrett was lethargic, they say. He was slurring his words <laughs> and had red... <laughs> Very glossy and bloodshot eyes. Mm. On the passenger seat was an open bottle of spiced rum. Mm. He was going large with this stuff. He was. Before failing a series of field sobriety tests. (laughs) Fail a series? A series of them. Wow. Before that, he asked troopers to give him a ride home. Oh, that's very nice. And then explained, hey. I wasn't the one driving. It wasn't me. He explained that it was actually his dog that had been driving. <laughs> well, you know, that we all know when you get super, super drunk, you have Fluffy take over the wheel. This is BS. This was not, there's no dogs drive. Are you sure? No. Now, if he said it was a cat, because Toons is the kid driving cat. We remember seeing the documentary series on, on SNL back in the day. Toons is the driving cat, right? <laughs> By the way, if you were going to accept a ride from a dog or cat, who are you riding with? A dog. No, see, there's a fail there. Really? Have you had a dog in a car? Yes. They're looking around. They're barking. They're wanting to see the other cars. I want to get someplace. A cat. Cats are just big enough a-holes that they're going to get you there. In fact, if cats or dogs ever start becoming Uber drivers, which I think is coming at some point, because Uber's going to want to dumb it down, <laughs> yes, they, they work yes. for very cheap. Just some oh, yeah. little X-shaped Catnip. foods. Yeah. And catnip. <clears throat> just kibble. They work for kibble. <laughs> you want the cat, okay? I mean, they are a-holes, but they're going to get you there fast, and they are not going to F around in traffic. I mean, we mm-hmm. know this. Dogs are like, oh, let me look over here. So... <laughs> By the way, despite his dog alibi, he was arrested for DUI. Despite his dog alibi? <laughs> right. 
I like that. I like that. He still was arrested. Yeah. That that seems like a bit of a failure is, on the police is, part to me. They didn't even talk to the dog. I was going to say, did they talk to the dog no, or they did arrest not. the dog? No, they did not. Mm. They did not investigate. They did not talk to the dog. They did not arrest the dog. Mm. That's that's pretty troubling to me. I mean, why not have the conversation with the dog? Thank you. You just talk to the dog. You're going to go to court and you're going to testify that you did your due diligence. I say Nay. Yep. <clears throat> oh, wait, it wasn't a horse driving. <laughs> a wolf. Horn Lake Police. Wow, that's... One more time? Horn Lake. H-O-R-N? Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's just, I don't know if I want to live in Horn Lake. Uh, <laughs> it seems okay. Anyways. I wonder what the mascot for the high school is. That's a good question. By the way, I just saw... Outside here in Dallas, there's okay. a little area called Birdtown or a town. Okay. I think it's Birdtown or Birdville. I want to say Birdtown. Okay. And I drove by the high school and it says Birdtown High School. Okay. And I was instantly like, I wonder what their mascot is. And? I don't know. Oh. But if it is not. A bird? Some form of bird. Failed. If it is the Birdtown Cougars, I'm, I'm just going to, I got to start a campaign. What Birdtown the what? Birdtown Cougars <laughs> or the Birdtown, you know. Whatever, Shoreman, or the Birdtown Mariners, the Birdtown uh, Tigers, or no. <clears throat> Birdtown Eagles, I'll give you that. Anyway, <clears throat> Horn Lake PD got a call about someone stealing a mini fridge Oh, from the Home Depot about 2.30 Monday afternoon. Wow, 2.30. The man made a tactical error. When he stole the refrigerator from the Home Depot and he took it out to put inside his car... The refrigerator wouldn't fit in his car. It was, it's a mini fridge, but still it it's still not fitting. In, it's still too big in his car. <laughs> he did not let it go. He did not let it he go. He did not. He was not done. He roof? was undeterred. Did he put it on the roof? No, that's where I would have gone yeah, with it, but he didn't roof. have the proper cables. Okay, so. <clears throat> I would have done trunk. trunk. Not that it fit in his, I don't know, but yeah. I would have tried that. Trunk, roof. No. He, um. He refused to be deterred. So what he did was uh, he drove with it hanging out the side of his car. So it fit partway in the, in the back, pass, or back driver's side door. Yeah. And then what he did, he stuck his arm out the to door hold it. to kind of hold it. Got it. But Got he couldn't it. hold it all the way up. So the, car, so the refrigerator was dragging on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it far before he uh, realized there was going to be some sort of trouble with this. I don't know if he just realized, hey, now it's scratched up. Yeah, I don't want it. I'm not, not going to make it, it. home. Yeah. Uh, the police are on the way, whatever. He didn't make it very far before he pulled into a Wendy's parking lot and dropped it off. Oh, not before he almost ran into several people in traffic <laughs> and then almost ran into several people exiting Wendy's parking lot. Wow. In Bergenot. Now, uh, the Home Depot folk, <clears throat> they have security cameras, of course, and they got uh, his license plate number. <laughs> so he still has to come yep, on. Yep. And then uh, many people seeing him attempting to haul this refrigerator thought this was a big fail and they... Uh, they got his license plate number. <laughs> see, if you see somebody driving like that, you're oh. going to pay attention. And people are going to take pictures. And they're going to take pictures. And some are going to go, wow, this seems really shady. I better take a picture of his license plate, which they did. <laughs> and then the people he almost hit, they, uh, they took his license plate number. And then Wendy's has cameras, cameras which also got 
The license plate number. The license plate number. Oh. And then as he exited Wendy's and he almost hit people, some people um, got his Faces. license plate number. So that was easy for the police to track down. Good. That was a pretty Good. easy one for him Good. there. That's going to gonna help you out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> police spotted Antonio Freeman rolling a marijuana cigarette downtown Nashville on Tuesday. Okay. Do they have legal stuff over there, or is this still illegal? Uh, they do have, uh, I think, medical. I could be wrong about that. But regardless, this was absolutely illegal. Okay. They see him, Antonio Freeman, rolling a marijuana cigarette right there on the street. <gasps> when they approached the 20-year-old, he attempted to hide that blunt by putting the paper and the marijuana in his left pocket. Okay. Okay. That seems so, normal. First yeah. of all... <clears throat> You're so brazen as to roll it on the sidewalk. Okay. And you see that they see you, and then you're going to, oh, no, nothing to see you. Let me put this away. Yeah, it's a bit of a fail. I think at that point he realized it was a bit of a fail. Because <laughs> I come to Jesus moment? He did. Because what he did was he then brazenly in front of not one, not okay. two, but three police officers oh. removed a clear baggie from the same pocket. Left pocket. A clear bag of what Met. was later determined to be... Marijuana? Cocaine. <gasps> the Coke. So yes. not only he had the marijuana... He had the cocaine. He had the Coke. And he pulls it out, crushes the bag in his hand, which opens it up, mm-hmm. and then sprinkles the cocaine dust in the air and directly on and over one of the officer's head. Oh my gosh, he's that close to the police? Yeah. What are you Busted that out there. Leave it in your pocket. So far, all they know is you will have a little joint of weed. And you know, you you might do, you might just go, here it is, officers, I know. And And some of the officers are like. They may just say, throw that away and be done. Or if they arrest you or or give you a ticket, they may not, depending on the law, they may not even arrest you. They may just write you the ticket. Yes. Nope. Instead, he throws it over the cop's head. Now. What's his motivation there, Chris? Getting I mean, rid of you evidence. Were on, maybe getting rid of evidence. What's with it one. over the cop, though? What's he doing? Is he just being a jerk to law yeah, enforcement? Yeah, he's probably being jerk. And- okay, um, he was arrested and charged with possession, possession of paraphernalia, tampering with evidence, yeah. assault on a police officer. Uh, <clears throat> that last one that may have just been simple possession of a small amount of a marijuana. Small, yeah. Yep. He could literally have gotten away with this. I think so. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because I honestly think that he could have gotten away with this one. All he had to do is literally maybe put it in the right pocket and be like, you got me. I'm, Officer. You got, here it is. Here I would have just kept it out and went, oh, crap. Yeah, and play with it. And play with it and go, yeah. all right, here you go, officers. You got me. Before mm-hmm. they even say, what is that? I mean, assuming they were directly coming yes. to you. Yes. And you do that. They... Yeah, simple ticket. And, and you go like this. Can you just write me a ticket for it instead of yeah. arresting me and whatever or something yeah. like that? Yep. That would have been huge. Instead, he does this. So yep. uh, there's a tip for you. Uh, cops are not going to like it when you when you put your uh, drugs on them. No, there'll be assault. That's it's assault. And uh, 
they're not going to cut you a break down at the old Popo station, no. right? You're going to get the no. worst uh, ride yes. to to, uh, to jail because now that cop has to go in through testing, Test and shower, and has and we shower, don't know what it was, could, and all that. It, uh-huh. it could be bad cocaine. Yep, all of that. And when you get there, you're going to get the worst cell. Mm. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to give you the kidney punches as they put you in the no, car. No, but it's going to be bad. For I you. think the cell right now are full. <clears throat> we might have you just sit here, sit here in the car, yeah. uncomfortable with your. Handcuffs Hands on right yeah. now. That's going to be yep. that's going to yep. be rough for you. If you've not done so already, go to balmshot.com. Balmshot is lip balm, but it's great lip balm. It's better balm and it's a better applicator. Who took to put the balm Who on? Who took the balm on the bad applicator? <laughs> it's a great company backstory. Um, I love lip balm. I am now a lip balm person. I had some uh, old non-lip balm stuff that I discovered in my uh, my possessions recently. And I chucked it in the garbage and said aloud to myself, I'm a lip balm guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a, a balm shot guy. And you were alone, right? I was alone. That's so cool. Wayne, the owner of Balm Shot, has a great story. And remember, as you're traveling these summer months, most people don't put lip balm on as lip protecting no. from, from the sun's rays. They don't see it. What do we put on? We put on the rest sunscreen. of our body sunscreen, wear hats, we do all this, but we don't think to put it on. And lip cancer is a thing. The reason lip balm was started because Wayne got lip cancer. Lip cancer. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do none of he that. He was just an outdoors tobacco. guy. He was an outdoors so guy. So he had to keep trying lip balms or putting it on because they did a lip replacement. He had the same moisturizer. And he said, man, the lip balms that are out there are subpar and the applicators suck. They keep opening my pocket. So he said, what if I put it in a shotgun shell? He saw one sitting there and he got a better lip balm and took this to market out there. His wife encouraged him to. And here he is. He's in 3,000 stores. And you can get some great products at lip balm at uh, balmshot.com. In mm-hmm. fact, if you buy six of them, you get a free uh, baseball hat and says bomb shot loaded with lip balm. And not if you use the promo code doc, free shipping, go there today. Balmshot.com promo code doc. The morning blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh? What a concept. The morning blaze with doc Thompson only on the blaze radio network. Most diverse morning show on the radio. Uh, because HR said we had to. So, it's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. If you want to join the broadcast, uh, please tell us what you've learned with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. Follow at Doc Thompson Show and at Real Chris Cruz. Continuing our Friday leftovers now. Chris, I'm going to share a story with you. Okay. And I want you to see if there's anything that just seems unusual, aside from the obvious bizarre circumstances. It's a Friday leftover, so right. of course. Because I think there's another level. I think there's something else going okay. on, and possibly something where I'm gonna, where you, you're gonna call BS. Hit me. A machete wielding Montana woman <clears throat> broke into her ex boyfriend's home, directed him to disrobe at machete point, forced him to have sex with her. According to a criminal complaint. Okay. 19-year-old Samantha Mears entered his residence when he was not at home. When he returned, she confronted him from behind with a machete. Ha! Okay. Okay. Told him to get on the bed, removed his, remove his clothing, and then forced him to have sex with her. All right, sweetheart. Here's the thing. 
You don't have to threaten a man with a machete to have sex with you. Okay, right, right. But um, he filed a criminal complaint. Oh. So you see what I'm saying there? Mm. So he, he, the victim, he told police that he complied with her for, quote, fear of his safety. I got it. He then said he did not feel he could leave the room at that time without being hurt by her. <clears throat> he said she was holding the machete the entire time. Wow. That's legit from her. Right. Uh, yeah, the East German judge is going to give yeah. you extra points yes. for that because, you know, <laughs> the level of difficulty is very high. That, machete, trying to keep it compliance. Right. Uh. Now, um, he filed charges, and what is your thoughts? She's not cute. She's not hot. I saw her. She's okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, But there's something going on. Yes, there's something going on. Why would he file against it? Yeah. Ex-girlfriend, whatever. Now, yes, it is possible to rape people, even men in scenarios, but he's a little too triggered here. There's yes. some, there's a backstory. There has to be, because why? Because then you say, okay, how did this, uh, without getting too graphic, transpire? He claims, he said, okay. when she disrobed, mm-hmm. he um, enjoyed that to a certain level, okay. a natural reaction oh. to seeing the naked woman. Okay. And okay. then um, she, um, she took matters into her own hands. Hello. Again, still while holding the machete. Still her machete. Again. He that- said afterwards he managed to uh, to distract her and call 911 and then sneak out of the room backwards to escape. Whoa. He had to escape, Chris. Whoa. I don't know how, but something else to play. There was some reason he was trying to ditch yeah, her. Maybe yeah. he finds her ugly. I- oh, other girlfriend. Oh, you He's have trying to-, to break up with her. Yeah. And he yep. had to, he's like, I'm going to get one for the road, but then I'm going to call the popo, right? <laughs> a one slags bang. Because she was charged with aggravated burglary and assault with a weapon. Oh, yeah. What about rape? No, no, that not. Not rape? No, but it was assault. But it was Ooh. like sexual assault, yeah. though. So, huh. Let that be a lesson to all you youngsters out there. Let that be a lesson, right? If you set it up, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. you can have your cake and eat it too. Oh, yeah. Maybe we just get a break in. <laughs> Tell us what you've learned with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. seems uh, like a failure, but I'll let you decide. I like when you let us decide. You know who Michael Ian Black is? No, I don't. He's the actor. Let me show you his picture. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah. He, he, he got some funny moments. I cannot even tell you a movie he's been in, but I recognize his mug. Yeah, he's one of those. Tell you what, I'll tweet out a link to his picture or his little IMDB or something. So, But okay. if you want to look it up, it's Michael Ian Black. You'll You'll recognize him. I can't even think. I think he was on the Jim Gaffigan show for a while. Um, been a stand-up comedian. But anyways, 
<laughs> he has some podcasts now and stuff. He, um, about a week ago, tweeted out in response to the Supreme Court ruling, or no, in response to uh, the resignation of, of Kennedy. Anthony Kennedy. Okay. He tweeted out, and remember, Michael Ian Black is a comedian. Yes, yes, so, comedian. And let me stop and do that again. Michael Ian Black is a comedian. Oh, the air quotes. I'm making the air quotes as I say that. Uh, he identifies as a comedian. You know what? Uh-huh. I think that's something we need to start doing. Identifying T-shirts as... T-shirts, and then send it to them. Ad- I identify, identify as, as a, a comedian. comedian. That's yes. the way to go. Yes. Nice nice job. Yeah. He uh, tweeted out something to the effect of, in response to Kennedy's re- announcement that he's retiring, uh, you better stock up on your abortions now. Oh, I did see that. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Um, some people found it offensive. Okay. Some people on the right stock up on abortions. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you'd find that offensive. I it's, don't. That's not. It's stupid. I thought, you know what? No, Dr. Thompson. We should find it offensive. It's bad comedy. That's why I find it offensive. Yes. It's not funny. It's not funny. Um, It's not based in reality. Okay, no. not all comedy is, but you should stock up on abortions. And then some people commented and they're like, it was a joke. You don't even get it was a joke. You know why I don't get it was a joke? What the, the confusion for so many? Because why, Chris? It wasn't funny. Yeah, that's right. So if you're yelling at people because they don't get it, it was a joke. Was you don't a get joke. it. Yeah, the confusion is because uh, jokes are normally funny. Funny. That's how you identify it's yes. a joke. That yes. there's some sort of uh, comedy, yeah. humor involved a punch, here. Punch. Punchline. You know, Punchline. Something yeah. that uh, some people would find funny and not just a statement. You know, like okay. knock, knock, who's there? Right, exactly. By the way, I have a great knock, knock joke for you. Can you tell me later? Uh, no, I can tell you right now. Oh, okay, yeah. go for it. Uh, go ahead and start. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? No, what would I start? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. See? You got me. Okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, That's good. You got to get That's Milo good. at that. Okay. Now, okay. it's funny because people that are really dry, okay. like Milo's like real straight yeah. about stuff like that, sometimes they'll just tell you one they know. Oh, they'll just launch into they it. They just launch into and it. And they completely miss it. It's hilarious. So be prepared <laughs> for that one. Anyway. That's a good one. That's kind of a dad joke. Michael Ian Black tweets that out last week. And now I see this little story about him. He's writing a book oh. on masculinity. Oh, hello. <laughs> look, at, look at Michael Ian Black. That's not and, masculine uh, at all. Uh, you, you know what his politics are, and he's writing a book on masculinity. Um, Is it a guide? Is it letters? Is it, uh, I don't. I'm just lost on the <laughs> Now, that's a funny joke. Right. <laughs> if, if it was a joke. <laughs> But guess what? It's not a joke. joke. That's the part that's serious. Yeah. His uh, book will have some advice for his fellow man, it says. Oh, Dak Thompson. It is an open letter for him. It's an open letter to his teenage son. Yep. That's what I figured. And it calls for rethinking masculinity. So wuss. And how to love and be loved. A homotypesexual kid? (laughs) Is that what you're raising? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm thinking. sorry. I, I don't want to. You know, he could raise his kid however he wants to raise his kid. And there's nothing wrong there's if you're a type sexual. No, that's isn't. fine. Um, but masculinity. Um, if you're a man, man, 
And there are some masculine gay men. Yes. There are as well. Yes. I hope that they would also stand and recognize the crap you're talking about when you do all of this progressive and the social justice war. You're not being a man. Yep. A man is, a man takes it. In fact, if you had, let me do that. If you had to sum up different parts of what being a man is, I think if you had to boil it down, that's that might be one of the things you'd boil it down to. Taking it. Oh, yeah. Taking it. Yep. Taking the crap that's shoveled at you. You're literally carrying the, the world on your, on your shoulders. shoulders. For your family, your wife, whatever. Now, women do that in their own way as well. Yes. Don't it, get but me it's wrong, different. ladies. It's different. Right. Men, you deal with the blah, blah, blah. You deal with the blah, blah at work. You deal with the whatever, and you come home. And you the blah, take blah, it. blah, blah, blah continues. Do. It continues and you take it and you whatever. You get blah, blah free for about two hours. And that's when you're trying to sleep and when you wake up. Because even in the dreams, you still, you the still blah, get into blah. blah, blahs. You ever dream about the blah? Yes. Holy criminy, that's horrible. My wife sometimes misses that and I have to explain that to her. Okay. In a nice way, I, I yeah assume. yeah, and this is this is one of those things between couples where you you know you try to explain and it's it, the it, dance it is it's and the dance women and men husbands and wives spouses will say miss this thing I think about each other all the time. We only see what the other person isn't getting about us. Oh, that's deep, and we don't see the flip side. So, for example, you get home and you're like, you know what? For the last three weeks, I've been sick. I've been working. I haven't said anything. I've been doing extra hours, doing extra work. I have this person chewing me here. The boss came down on me. What All these different things that you're dealing with. And you know, three days ago, you said this, and it really upset me. And I didn't say anything. I blew it off. And then the dog peed in the house again, and it was coagulated dog urine under the island in the kitchen. And I didn't say anything. And you, you do all these things, and you're fine with it. And then one day, something happens and you're like, I've, I just got to say something. But this is driving me up the wall. This one thing. And you say it and they're like, I don't know why you got so upset by that. Now, all they know is you said this thing and were really upset. And maybe you really were too upset for that one thing. What they didn't see was the 16 other things that you just took the last week. Not even that you may have even forgotten them. You're not doing it, but you've blown a lot of stuff off and it's been a really bad day and you didn't want to lay that on them. Women doing the same thing. They, you see them, they're whatever. And you're like, hello, no sandwich or whatever it is. How come this isn't done? How come you screwed that up? And they're like, you SOB. For the last week I've been doing this and I haven't said this, whatever. You see what I'm saying? We don't see that stuff about each other. Yeah. It's and it's natural because it's all about us, right? So you don't always see those things. But in today's world, if you're gonna rethink masculinity, you are missing it. What is masculinity then? Masculinity is the inverse of feminism or yep. feminin femininity. You Feminine. know, femininity. That's better. Okay. So what is femininity? They are inverts, they're opposites. They are not the same. No. So what are feminists doing now? What are they telling you? What are they What are they wearing? What are they saying? Well, I know they're uh, marching with those kitty cat hats, right? All empowered, all up in it. Women can do anything. They're just as strong as a man. 
physically, mentally, whatever. We're exact. Well, aside from the people that saying we're exactly the same, we're not. Real, real quick, if you're rethinking masculinity, are you saying that we're the same or not? Are you saying we got to rethink it where men and women are exactly the same? Maybe that's what he means. That's a failure. But if you know it's the opposite and women are now, you know, supposed to be strong like a man. What does that mean? A man is supposed to be the opposite. Is that it? Yeah. Men and women do things differently. We think differently. And that's a good thing. Provided you understand all that stuff. Rethinking masculinity for Michael Ian Black is going to be, son, you need to be weak. That's what rethinking masculinity means. Yep. Be weak. That's all it is. Don't speak your mind. Don't have feelings or desires or hope. Masculinity is seen in name as being toxic. Their words, not mine. Toxic. Because what? What else makes a guy a guy that women attack? Well, you ogled that woman. Pig. Guess what guys do? They ogle women. Yep. Now, if you're married, if you're involved or whatever, obviously those things are different. But that's not what we're talking. We're not talking about marriage. We're talking about masculinity. Yep. The hashtag Me Too movement has kind of blurred that as well. Noticing somebody is attractive is fine. People are attracted to one another. It's okay. It's okay to be a little over the top with it. If you get to the point you're harassing somebody, then no. But why is it wrong? Because you're infringing their rights. Yep. Not because masculinity is wrong. In fact... Aren't we told constantly that we should accept and uh, tolerate? We're told people are just different. I've realized that's true. So Chris Cruz, if you want to have the summer of Chris. Oh, I'm ready. Where you just lay around and eat blocks of cheese naked on the couch. Yes, the summer of Chris. Some of us may look at that and go, that's disgusting. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're ridiculous, and I don't even want to know you. You're not anybody. Others may look at you and go, holy crud, can I have the summer of Doc, too? He did it. Right. We're different. That's okay. It's fine if I say, that's not me. I don't like you or whatever. That's fine as well. What they're saying with toxic masculinity is, anybody who believes and thinks any of these things You are inherently wrong. You're not just different. So their standards are, yes, be diverse, accept, love, tolerance, all of this stuff within this narrow scope of what we say is acceptable. And I say, how is that any different than what they accuse us of? Yep. It's not. It's the same thing. And you got idiots, and Doc, and I'm going to show you this picture here. You got idiots wearing a shirt that says, the future is female. And it's a bunch of guys in a room, white t-shirts, the future is female. What does that mean? Um, Isn't it female and male? Well, that's what I thought. 
Uh, so was the past male? Is that what you're saying? What are you getting at here? Exactly. So what are you saying here? So are you saying that only female can be successful and bring the bread home? Because, Zach Thompson, I don't know about you, but I would love not to bring the bread home anymore. Oh, my gosh. If I could be a stay-home dad, I am in 100%. If my wife could go out and make a plenty of money and I could stay home, I'd stay home with the kids. The house would be cleaned. Yep. I'd clean it anyway. Cook. I would sandwich making all over the place. I cook for her anyway. Yep. I would cook. You'd have multiple meals. You'd. I, I'd make breakfast for her, get up in every morning. What do I care? I do the kids would be fed, the homework, I'd be homeschooled. I like doing that. But that should be like me and you, it should be our choice. If we want to be the whole stay home dad, you can't just say the future is female. No. No, you can't. That's that's nonsense. Now, let me just say before you get too upset by this picture of the group of men all wearing the same shirt that says the future is female. Uh-huh. You know you have to easily weed half of them out because they're just trying to get laid. And Thank you for saying that. Because am I right? Yes. Okay. Half At least those, half. Half of those are like, okay, I'm wearing right. this because she's hot, and I just want some. Right. So look at the picture. I am little Asian guy in the middle, okay. very tiny man. Right. Very tiny. He's on the fence. I'm not sure his motivation. Oh, he's in the fence. Yes. He might be saying this because he's a little little man. Yes. And that's fine. Yes. But I think he's just trying to get lucky. Yes. What other play does that guy have? He, do he, he doesn't have any game. Oh, no, he no game. No game. So yeah. it's, I might as well just make women think that. Well, look at him. He's I, wearing a button-up shirt, long sleeve. Underneath this under T-shirt. Underneath this T-shirt. Yeah, he's, he's got no game. He got no game. No. So his only thing is, I need to be sensitive in whatever, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, look at uh, creepy McGuy on one knee next to him. Got see him. The, see the guy, the chunky one yep, right next to him? the chunky guy, Yep. Completely trying to get laid. Oh, 100%. Completely. He knows I wear this shirt for a week. I'm swimming in it. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely. Look at the look on his face. Okay. Okay. Crazy nutty guy back left of the picture. All the way. The one furthest back and left. Oh, yeah. With, with the crazy eyes. Crazy eyes and the weird thing with his hair. He's third choice. He's just waiting to shoot the place up. The future's female or y'all dead? Y'all dead. He's crazy, <laughs> Mick crazy, right? Okay. Two guys front left kneeling next to each other. Okay. Completely emasculated. Yes. They have been testicles removed completely. I don't even think it was surgically. No, no, no. That was completely off. Radical yep. removal at a club some night as part yep. of some sort of fia- a fia- a female seance or yep. something. Where they, they, I'm now calling for the ghost of Susan B. Anthony. Yep. I think that's what it was. So, you know, before, oh my gosh, what is that? Oh, he is sugar. Who? The brother in the back with the big glasses. Oh, thank you. I did not want to bring it up. I I was going to move on. I was going to move on too. Actually, when you talked about the little Asian guy, I thought you were going to jump to him, but he's sugar. He is so sweet. So Oh my gosh, he is not sugar substitute. He's not no. saccharin or Pure cane sweet. sugar. He raw sugar. Raw sugar. Oh my golly, is he sweet. <laughs> okay, that explains it. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, let me get a break. Before I do, though, I got to tell you about Patriot Mobile. If you are tired of this nonsense, put your money to work. No, no, not additional money. Just redirect the money. The money that you're currently spending on mobile. Just redirect it to a mobile company that works for you and not against you. And by working for you, I don't mean just your mobile service. 
I mean the things you believe in in the world. Society, all of these issues. Because your mobile company, unless it's Patriot Mobile, is working against you and your family and America and the Constitution and anything conservative or libertarian. That may sound extreme, but it's not. When you look it up, look up Open Secrets or any of these different places where you can track where companies give money. I challenge you to do that. Pull up your mobile company and see where they spend money, where they've spent over the last 10 years. Oh, you may see. We gave $200 to the NRA. What'd they give to Mayor Bloomberg's uh, gun anti-gun group and other anti-gun groups? $35 million? It is completely disproportionate. And the only reason they give to the, some of the conservative stuff is to, so they can claim they give to both. That is not the case. It is disproportionate because they are progressives. Some are worse than others. Change today. It's only going to take you about 10 minutes, and you will be so thrilled you did. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. Sign up today. Yeah, and then this month, you can enjoy a new Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only 4 bucks a month and save 40% on a terrific water-resistant phone, perfect for the summer, and help bring out the conservative change Independence has oh my never gosh. sounded so liberating today. I don't even know what those are, and it sounds amazing. And Patriot Mobile also covers you switching up to fifteen hundred. Oh my bucks gosh! Sign, month. sign, go today. This is it. This is the deal. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. Get on it now. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Break it down, Doc. Break it down. I'm breaking it down. You're happy for this Friday. I really am. I'm You're geared happy. up. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. You're happy. Good time. I like I just, that. All geared up. Can't wait for Ant Man. Ant Man. Whoa, really? No. Oh, okay, I was gonna say you just poo poo Ant Man, <laughs> and now you're ready for Ant Man. Come on, I mean, man. I'm gonna go see it, but Come I'm on, not man. that excited for it. Uh, I saw a story a couple of a uh, couple of days ago, and we get a chance to get to, but I want to get to it because uh, there seems to be some sort of fail here. <laughs> no, a man, and I believe this was in Arizona, twenty-three-year-old man, okay, was busted pulling off a scheme at Walmart that netted him some cash. How much money are you going to net from Walmart, especially when you look like this? Um, I'll say about a couple hundred bucks. Couple hundred bucks. A little bit more. Couple thousand bucks. A little bit more. Couple ten thousand bucks. No, way higher. Whoa, a hundred thousand dollars. Nope, higher. A quarter million. Nope. Whoa, a million. Nope. Three million. One point three million. <gasps> what was he doing? And hold on. Can we get on it before you share it? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, then I share already it. looked. Oh, good. You know what? Thank you. Thank you for looking Already into looked. it. Okay. All right. Yuma, Arizona. So how would you think if I said somebody was able to scam Walmart out of $1.3 million, just given that amount of money, what type of schemes are you thinking? Refunds, like electronics. Like I returned this, I didn't buy this, 
um, stuff like that. Yeah. Inventory. It was fraudulent returns. Yeah. That is not, that would not have been my first guess. At 1.3 million, I would have said uh, some sort of electronic where he was like, uh, like in Office Space, the movie. Okay. Okay. It just rounds up to the automatic penny and then mm-hmm. sends it in our bank account. Some sort of electronic hack mm-hmm. with their, or you're an office worker mm-hmm. and you're directing money. I would have said something like that. Chris, it was 1.3 million worth of fraudulent returns. You know why I say that? Because a TV show on NBC just finished airing, and this is what they did in order to launder money. And they taught, you could learn how to do fraudulent returns. Chris, do you know how many returns that is? Yeah, there's a lot of returns. He was doing, the way they said he did it, Because and this is why I want to get it, I, I, I got to call BS. Do you? It's 1.3 million. Let me give you an example. Okay. They said he would, um, it was fraudulent returns, which a person would bring a computer back to Walmart where they had allegedly moved parts from the computer before putting it back in the box okay. and then taking it to the store. So they weren't getting the money fraudulently from, so they weren't like taking them a computer box and then they just hand them money and they hadn't even bought it from Walmart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they're not buying it from Chris's discount computer Rama for 200 and selling it back to Walmart for 3000. Okay. They removed parts from the computer. So you have to buy the computer. Yes. Take it home, open the box carefully, take the computer out, remove some valuable parts, put it back together, put it back in the box, seal it up, take it to Walmart and then get your refund. How much money is a computer? A couple hundred bucks. Well, they, no, you could go five. You could go a couple thousand. Let's yeah. say it was an expense because you want to okay. go the higher price. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's, let's say, say two thousand per computer. Let's say, let's say five thousand. Okay. Okay. A gaming computer. Yes. Five thousand computer. And you take some of the parts out, meaning it's going to be worth less than five thousand. So how much are you making per haul? Couple thousand. Yeah. And you did that. All the way up to 1.3 million. Wow. That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do so you think there's foul play on what he did on the report? I don't know. I'm just saying, if he did, God bless him. I think somebody needs to give him some sort of award. <laughs> That's just incredible. Hey, if you get a chance, go to BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com is where you can pick up Field of Greens. You get lots of stuff. They have all kinds of cool products there, like uh, even Dawn to Dusk, that 10-hour energy supplement. We love that. Oh, we And do. we love Field of Greens now. Field of Greens is an opportunity for you to get vegetables in your diet without having to eat the vegetables. A lot of people don't like them. We don't have time. Or you don't have time to clean them, or, and vegetables can be expensive and whatever. Just get Field of Greens. Yes. It's a little container you could keep at work, at home, whatever. You take a scoop out, you mix it with uh, some liquid, and you drink it down, and you get a full serving of fruits and vegetables in each scoop. It's probiotic. It's prebiotic. It's antioxidants. You get all of that because it's not an elixir or an extract. It's actually the vegetables in a form that you can drink down. And it tastes good. tastes delicious. It it's great. Taste no, it like doesn't medicine. taste all funky or medicine-y nope. like that. Nope. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. That's BrickHouseDoc.com. Make sure to try it today. If you want to use the promo code, it's promo code DOC. Yes, you got it. Did I get it right? You got it. Okay, you messed good. up yesterday, but you got BrickHouseDoc.com. it. BrickHouseDoc.com. Stand by. More of the Morning Blaze coming up next. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. of it sorry yeah i think it was chuck schumer last week talked about this yeah um without getting too deep in the woods over whether or not you agree with the legalization or use of marijuana okay let me just go ahead and do my due diligence up front and say (laughs) for the record so you know i do not smoke pot uh you know what i i wish i could smoke pot me too Seriously, Actually, I wish I for could. For some of the effects, I mean, yes. listen, who who in this audience doesn't think that I need to shave a little off the edge every Thank once you. in a while, take a little off the top, yeah, right? Yeah, you're angry too much. Right, right. Um, so I think I could benefit from it, but I can't. It's uh, it's two things. I'm not the, the mind-altering drug sort of guy, mm. number one. Number two, uh, I don't like that out-of-control feeling. So even if I have a, you know, a couple of drinks... The okay. most I have is a couple of drinks. Oh, okay. If I start getting to that, okay, I'm feeling a little buzz. Nope, I'm done. I just don't like that. That's not me. So I'll have a couple of beers or a couple of uh, drinks or a couple of glasses of How wine. How many is couple? Um, two, generally, okay. is what it is. Okay, so you actually I, do follow the couple. Right, and I will occasionally have a third, sometimes a fourth, Oh. over the course of like, 10 hours so if it's a christmas party and i have a couple of drinks in a couple of hours and i'm like okay third or fourth drink that's going to be hours from now just because again i don't like that Mm. feeling so having said that um i don't smoke pot i don't care if you do you have to make your choices if you're cool that that's fine so having said that if i talk favorably about the legalization of marijuana it has nothing to do with that stuff i actually don't like the the subculture that's always been around marijuana Mm. the drug culture the back deals the shady I don't like that unless I can make money. I don't like <laughs> I don't like being around those people. I don't okay. like that stuff. The cops, the drama, yeah. none of that. But it seems so odd to me that people have vilified marijuana when it has positive medicinal effects. And even if you're talking recreationally, we have legalized alcohol. Done. Yeah. Your arguments are all over as far as that goes. But then there's a personal freedom thing. Listen, if you want to use meth, go use meth. That's your choice. As long as you're not hurting people. As long as you're not hurting people and I am not cleaning up your mess. Yes. You screw up, that's on you. Now, I may as a Christian offer a hand here or there, but it will not be forced on me. You made your bed, now lie in it. So that's kind of my attitude. Having said all of that, it's coming regardless. Yeah. Because the people who have not wanted it were from a different generation. Yep. And two things are happening with those generations. They are dying. And as they get older, they start needing the stuff. And your views change, right? So it's coming. We've seen it's legalized in, uh, what, nine, ten states now for recreational use. A couple mm-hmm. of cities have it re- uh, recreational in D.C. and Detroit. Uh, more states just added recently for medical use. It's over 30-some for medical marijuana, which is obnoxious that you wouldn't have it for medical purposes. But now you have the FDA that just approved uh, marijuana uh, use in some drugs for medical treatment. Oh, that's good. That's which is really huge. good. Having said all of that, now we're there. Okay. Dig your heels in. You don't like it, fine, but make some damn money off of it. Yeah. yeah. The opportunity to make money, do you realize this is already a multi billion dollar industry on mm. the legal side? And it's only been legal recreationally in states for a couple of years now. Wow. Where do you think it's going from here? 
and the people who have tried to stave this off is big alcohol. Yep. Because they see it as a challenge. Well, people get their buzz on with ma- uh, marijuana. They're not going to get their buzz on with bud. So they try to stave this stuff off. Funny. And it's, they're not going to stop it either. Sorry. No. The freight train is coming. You might as well say, how can I make some cashish off of it? Not hashish. That's a different drug, but that's coming as well. <laughs> it's an av- available in Afghanistan. Make some cash off of this stuff. I don't care how you do it. But as long as you are not oddly, I say oddly because it doesn't make sense to me, morally opposed to this, make some money off of this stuff. We just had, and this shocks me, Canada becoming the first country to legalize marijuana for recreational oh, use. Oh, wow. Our second, second oh, nation. Oh, okay. Second. I, I, I'm trying to think who the first was on this. But yeah, the, uh, the first, uh, second country to legalize it for recreational use. Doesn't that seem odd? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean that they are the, oh, it's the first G7 nation. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh, uh, Amsterdam must be the other one. Probably. Uh, uh, yeah, because I think it's legal. Um, but there's no other countries? This is how marijuana has been vilified? Interesting. In America, it's a Schedule One drug. Cocaine yeah. is Schedule true too. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Crazy. Right. Um, so Canada doing something very right here. Because when you are the front runner in something like this, that, by the way, is coming anyway, you can benefit from it. Once you get to some equilibrium of about half the countries have it, whatever, or in America, about half the states, suddenly you no longer have the opportunity to benefit. You're just going along with the crowd. And if you're one of the later states, you have lost all of those opportunities. I know this growing up in Ohio. I grew up in Ohio, Chris. What? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. And for years, they did everything they could to stave off gambling in the state, even though they had dog racing and horse racing and whatever. That's not gambling. No, of course not. And they had a lottery and whatever. We couldn't have other gambling. That's because the horse track owners tried to keep it out. <laughs> and they did. And they had former Governor Voinovich, and he was also a senator who kept, no, morally opposed to this stuff, even though he's getting money from those folks. Standard. Meanwhile... You got uh, Canada right up around the horn there. You go around the lake that way up into Windsor, Ontario, across the lake from Detroit. They get gambling. You go in the parking lot, half of the cars are from Ohio. You see the the license plate. On the other side, up around Niagara Falls, gambling. Pennsylvania passes some of it. Um, uh, Indiana on the other side, West Virginia. And suddenly Ohio is surrounded. Detroit does. Everybody has gambling. And everybody leaves Ohio. Then finally, Ohio goes, we got to get this gambling thing. So they pass gambling. Look at all the money we're losing. All you're doing now is reclaiming. You're balancing it. You're going back to what it was prior to any of them having gambling. Mm -hmm. You're not actually doing anything good. No. Get on board and figure out a way that this thing benefits. And America needs to get on board as well. And by the way, it should be in line with our very libertarian constitution. Constitution is absolutely very libertarian. Hey, you want to do that? Fine. Don't bother anybody else. Done. Yep. Yep. And that's what it should be. So nine states, the District of Columbia, have recreational use. Also, D.C. is what it is right now. Um, Canada has passed it. It is uh, the Cannabis Act. And um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, for all of the bad I can say about him, he campaigned on this. He pushed this through, and it's done. Wow. The stupid thing is he pitches this as... Um, it'll reduce uh, crime. It's not. People are still going to be criminals, whatever. Um, It's not going to help all that much. 
Let's do this. Let's figure out a way to benefit from this stuff and be true to our values when it comes to this. So that's Canada. Okay. Uh, Vermont is uh, just got uh, their recreational use as well. They're they're pushing for this. Uh, it, they're going to fall like dominoes in the next two to three years. And the federal government is going to have to figure out, even if they don't, even if the federal government doesn't, quote unquote, legalize it, they're going to have to leave it to the states now. Mm-hmm. You cannot have the federal government uh, that opposed, schedule one drug to something that half the states or maybe all of them have for recreational use. Your laws are not compatible and the feds will be able to selectively enforce it. They'll be able to go and, okay, we're going to, we're going to go in and punish people just not because of the drug thing. We just want to want to screw with people. So what state do we want to screw with? Well, it depends on what administration it is in. It's a conservative administration. Let's go after California, New York, and use this drug law. Meanwhile, they'll let Mississippi and Alabama do whatever the hell they want with marijuana, right? And the same thing would be true if a Democrat was in. They'll go after these conservative states and, you know, and push that through. Yeah. So let's bring the federal government in alignment. And the federal government's attitude and laws ought to be Hey, that's up to the states. Yeah, and uh, shouldn't that be with everything? It should. It should be with everything that we do with our lives. It should be led up to the state, led up to the community, led up to the literally your neighborhood. You, the struggle should always be it can be local. And, and by the way, the states also have the same problem the federal government has because they love telling the counties and cities what to do. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You hate it when the federal government's doing it to you. Mm-hmm. So it should be local. Do what you want unless it's in violation of the state. Thank you. States, do what you want unless it's in violation of the federal government. Yep. And the only thing the federal government should say to the states, hey, that's not something you need to oversee, are things that truly have to do with national issues. The military, yep. borders, immigration, yep. stuff like this. Supreme Court justice nominations. <clears throat> right. Um, you could even say uh, the monetary system and yeah. stuff like this. These are things that are national. Fine. And we have reciprocity when it comes to states in, engaging in commerce. So if California legalizes marijuana or Colorado does or whatever, uh, you're telling me they can't do business with uh, Indiana? Right. Why? Because, well, one is supports. But no, federal government, get out of it. Leave mm-hmm. it alone. Say we're not endorsing it. We're not legalizing it. We're just saying it's not illegal. Do you see how they've screwed that yeah. up? Yeah. The federal government believes that if something um, is, is should be legalized, it's their right to say whether or not it's legal. No. It's your job to say if something is illegal based on something that is going to infringe the rights from one person to another. Otherwise, everything is legal. You know, it's the legalization of pot. No, you criminalized it in the past. It's like this. I don't need a law that says, hey, I can go. (laughs) Right? Yeah. The federal government doesn't. We've legalized Doc Thompson doing. (laughs) We don't need (laughs) that. Crazy. Why? Because it's my right. It's my constitutional yeah. right. Yeah. Unless I'm doing that on Chris Cruz's nose, yep. it is my right to do so. Yep. And that's what they're missing. It's very, very odd. Very. There's an interesting story out of Northeast Ohio, and i got to find some uh, more information out of this. 40 students just graduated from okay. Ohio's first cannabis college. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what makes it a cannabis college? I have no idea. Is it cannabis classes? Is it funded by cannabis? It's the what Cleveland are we doing? School of Cannabis. And uh, you can get an executive degree. What? Um, what is an executive degree? I don't know. It says oh, we this are is... two state-approved cannabis center schools in the nation. Uh, they graduate diplomas in, cannabis, in diplomas in cannabis horticulture, business, and medical application. What? 
Uh, what? It sounds legit, but I'm thinking maybe you get something in on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I wonder, it's horticulture, so I imagine much like a brewmaster learns to oh, brew okay. beer or something okay. like this, maybe maybe that's what it is, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe. It's crazy. Maybe. If you want to make money and you don't want to be in the cannabis <laughs> realm, I've got some other ideas I think for we you. Got, yeah, what if for those people that believe that... Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, that's the way to go. Is it? Is that the way of the future? By the way, there are pot coins. Yes, you got some, don't you? There are. I do have some. Uh, one of those or whatever. Yeah, the I one that... It's the one that I don't know which Rodman, right? I don't know which one it is. Just check and see which one's performing poorly. And, and that's, that's the it. one. That's the one. Oh, I that's have. the one it yeah, is. Because oh. I pick bad. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. So we've told you for a while about cryptocurrency and how you can um, benefit from this stuff. At least educate yourself so you know what people are are uh, talking about when they say it. And understand that even if Bitcoin doesn't do well, even if this isn't the platform we'll have in the in the future, we know this. That some of this technology is going to be around forever. And now you have an opportunity to educate yourself with a free online investment training broadcast. It's, uh, it will be hosted by Glenn Beck. And it's oh, coming so up cool. Thursday the 19th. Well, what Glenn knows about Bitcoin? He got in the boat late. Uh, he still got in the boat pretty yes, good. pretty late. And Glenn, Glenn's pretty sharp on this. He's okay. Most okay. people. But it's, uh, he's going to host it. But, of course, it'll be with Tika. Oh, Tika is okay. from Thank you. the Thank Palm you. Beach Letter. Yes. Which uh, has an exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway coming up or whatever. What? Yeah. Do we get in on this? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see it in that it says uh, employees not welcome. It's BeckCryptoShow.com. <laughs> Just register for free at BeckCryptoShow.com. And it's not Beck Cryptic Show. That's his normal. That's his normal He's show. No, that's his, his that's uh, the one, you know, conspiracy <laughs> theory. The world's going to end. It's Beck Crypto is in <laughs> cryptocurrency show. BeckCryptoShow.com. Sign up for free. Um, it's not going to cost you anything. They're not going to bother you, anything like this. But you can get on and watch this. This is going to be good. It very least will, at least, even if you hate it, it's going to confirm some of the things you know or maybe dispel some of it. But at least you'll be educated. It's BeckCryptoCurrency.com. You're going to want to check that out today. I love it. We know some of that technology is yeah, going to be around. Me too. Um, I'm wondering about this uh, cannabis school. Okay. What about it? How do, how do you get in on something like that? Ohio be... does not have legalized marijuana. Okay. So they're, they're not doing anything with pot. No, they're, they're learning how to grow. From what I can tell, the, and that's why I said I need to find out more. We yeah. should try to get them on. That okay. would be a good Building America okay. segment for yeah. us, too. But um, it says, once it becomes legal this fall, graduates will be ready to work as growers and dispensary owners and everything in between in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But what I want to know is, can these people use this? Is this a legit degree that you can go to Colorado now? Mm-hmm. Is it like a brewmaster for beer okay. and you can go, and anywhere, you can go anywhere? But if beer was illegal somewhere, you, there you would be no opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> this also shows that they are banking on this becoming legal in Ohio very soon. Right? Okay. That this yeah. is going to be coming up soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something is working on the, uh, what is it, the state house, whatever. Oh, the state house, the Ohio yeah, state house. Yeah, they have to be. They have to be. Well, they're going to keep pushing this, too. I mean, yeah. eventually all the states are going to be on board. Yeah. Ohio will be one of the yeah. later ones. But again, we're, yeah. you know, 20% of the way already to recreational Do you think use. Ohio wants that? Um, Like the rest of the country. Ohio is a cross-cut of the rest of the country. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The people do. The okay. lawmakers do not because they're also control, control freaks. freaks. And then you got the John Kasichs up there, Oof. which I do not know his stance on cannabis. I'm, I'm t- I have never looked at it that I well, can recall. Well, he's Ohioan, so he and should. No, I would say he's probably against it because he's the control freak. He really is. He's a progressive control freak. Unless they're putting money in his campaign, I would be willing to bet he's against it. But you know what, John? <laughs> you're going to be done soon. Thank oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is done. You know what he's going to do after um, after his governor? Because that's always a big thing. What do I do next? Do I go back to the private sector? What? You know what he's going to do? What? He's going to be a mailman. Uh, oh, 
Just like his dad. His dad. His dad apparently was. Oh, I did not know that. That's just my speculation. I think that's what's. Is he going to be general postmaster? I think so. Postmaster general. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We walk in a beat. Yeah. You know, his mom was a uh, homemaker, wasn't she? No. I think so. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Oh well, it beats better than being you know um, appointed to the cabinet position or something. No, the uh, attorney general during nine eleven. Oh, that's true. Like Chris Christie, yeah, was, uh, he yeah. wasn't appointed. He was uh, he was just working for the government. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. It was actually an attorney general at that point, but yeah, okay. he was working for the he government. Working, yes, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And uh, what's that? Thad Cochran does unspeakable things with the animals. <laughs> and Doc's uh, mother works. Okay, you, you don't get on me. We were ripping on politicians. Let's keep the theme going here. What? Have to take I'm, this just, to me. I'm just saying. Okay, Marco Rubio, his there dad. There it is. Yeah. His dad yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, there's one other way, too. If you want to make a couple of bucks, I got it for you. And that's with becoming an Earthwater affiliate. If you become an Earthwater affiliate, you're given the opportunity to share a unique ID link with others. And you'll be a brand ambassador as part of the network marketing tree with the direct market model when it's launched later this year. This, Yeah, you've heard of similar things like this. Uh, but the difference here is this is very easy. You're not lugging a bunch of products around because you're just doing the marketing and they will pay you 40% on weekly orders, 40%. And you don't have to handle any of the shipping or handling. You're not loading up a truck and taking earth water to somebody. It's all through Amazon. It's auto ship and, um, or, or, um, it's all uh, handled through them. They take care of all the handling. There's no monthly minimum, no required auto ship, anything like that. It's an incredibly easy turnkey business that pays 40% commission. Sign up today by going to the blaze.teamearthwater.com, the blaze.teamearthwater.com. This is a big deal. Chris and I are talking about signing up for this and working it ourselves. That's how serious this is. The blaze.teamearthwater.com. All right, we're going to take a break. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. Because our HR said we had to. So, it's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned pro criminal tip number 74. Don't break into a place where they know you. <laughs> it's so true. We learned pro criminal tip number 22. Conceal your license plate. Yeah, I think that will help you if you're trying to rob some people. That's going to it's gonna help a lot. Plus, pro criminal tip number 21, 22. Make sure your getaway car is big enough to haul your booty. Whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, that's also Kardashian tip number 21, 22. <laughs> Make sure your getaway car is big enough to haul your booty around. A lot of pro tips tonight. <laughs> yeah, there was a yeah. lot of pro tips. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we also learned uh, your Bitmoji does not actually have to look like you. Whoa, 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 you jerk. Well, wait, really? What are you talking about? Again, again. I, did, not, did we not learn that today? Yes, we did. Okay, now why was that a shot at you, though? Because I'm, you think I'm fat. <gasps> you almost got me calling myself oh fat. Oh, my gosh. You, you almost caught me calling myself fat. Calling yourself what? Fat. Did I say those words today? You said did, them did internally. By and the, way, the audience filled in the blank. Have you seen the tweets? By, I can't even read them. I would just say this. Why can a friend, not in a loving way. A friend. A friend. Somebody that loves. Why do we. If, if you call somebody fat. If you say to somebody, wow, Betty, you're, you're beefing up there. You're looking pretty fat. 
and Betty gets offended. Why is Betty? Sometimes people say these things out of love. Can we just move on? Right? It's a, hey, Betty, I'm just telling you, you're getting fat. You know, maybe tamp on. that down. That's out of love, Chris. You know what? Just move on. I think uh, I think I'm in a good place here, and I think you need to step up your game a little bit. Okay. The world needs to get okay. on board. Just tell people when they're fat, because it's okay. it's telling them out of love. Okay. Are you done? Okay, I think I'm ready to move on. Okay. Uh, also, we learned cops don't like it when you sprinkle illegal drugs on their head. No, they don't. That's, that's going to be bad for you. That's an assault. Yes, that's right. Uh, you don't want to do salt either. No, that's right. no, 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 no. Oh, an assault. Gotcha. We also learned anonymity is a very effective criminal tool. <laughs> Being anonymous is good. That's a really solid thing. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Well, once again, Dr. Thompson shows that he cares more about my appearance. Hashtag homo. That's not true. That's really? not true. I mean, caring about your appearance. Yeah. Uh, the, bemo- <laughs> the emoji that I, that you all see on my Instagram and all my pictures, that's how I feel, not as I look. Okay. That's it's how uh, I feel. You feel thinner? I feel like I look in that picture. Wow. You want to talk about body dysmorphia. And f- Wow. What? Why really? Not the- I'm just saying how you feel versus, you know, Bruce Jenner used to say that. Okay. Really? You compare me to Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner, I'm sure, would watch, like, you know, Miss America and go, that's how I feel inside, right there. That's me. And you know what? Okay. And lastly, I just, just because I want to look pretty doesn't Ooh. mean I'm a girl. No, no. I, I've never said that. Really? Chris, you can look pretty, too. You can absolutely look pretty. The fact that you're going to spend more time for your wedding getting ready than your, your fiancé is uh, unique. Um, is it? I, I would say uh, less common, you know, than a woman spending more time than, you know, her fiancé. But, okay. you know, hey, it's fine. And is your fiancé okay with that? Is, is, is that fine, too? I'm just saying, is your is your Yeah, fiance, she is. She you is. know what? Then good for you. You made a good choice. You're a good wow. fit. Because a lot of chicks would just call you gay. Wow. But no, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying they would just say you're gay. And that would be wrong because you're not, right? No. No, you're not. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Anyways, I'm just saying a lot of chicks would. And the fact that on? she still loves you in spite of that flaw. So hurt is, right now. But, you know, perhaps we should just move on. We've got to wrap this up soon. Uh, what, if anything, <laughs> did the listeners learn today? Well, you got TMB Jacko 007 says, if a woman wants to force a man to have sex, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's right, ladies. If you have to force a man, you are doing it wrong. And I'm not a jackal today. Also, or, tweeting or now. they're really ugly. Never take an Uber with a dog. Take an Uber with a cat. That's right. Uber driver, do- mm. uh, no dogs, cats. That's the one. They'll get you to your destination. Hey, I'm sorry. I get those new numbers on of procrastination. We'll just that. get to a Monday. What else do we have coming up? A lot of topics. A lot of topics. Very encompassing there. Uh, what does, uh, uh, who's in for Glenn today? It's Pat Gray. Come on. Who does, what does Pat Gray have coming He's, up? Uh, I get, he got a lot of topics that concern a lot of conservatives. Okay, and, wow. That sounds really yes, interesting. And yes. do we know what he's wearing? He is wearing a nice little baby blue shirt with a black undershirt. Oh, that works for him. That's going to work for him. All right. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Emperor Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. I'm out, you go home. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.